Welcome to Fate Moon Archives, a podcast about wading through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fen. My pronouns are Fayfair. And joining me is... I'm your co-host, Ben Enns. My pronouns are she, they. And also joining us is... Hi, I'm Blue. Uh, pronouns are they, them. I should get back to doing intros for people. I just completely blanked on mm. doing it the past couple. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway. Coming up with titles and stuff for yeah. people. It's fun. Fun and funky <laughs> way to introduce people. It is fun. Today we're starting with the Unlimited Bladeworks route of Fate's Day Night with days one through five. But before we talk about swords, have either of you read manga, watched live action TV, or drunk anything interesting within the past two weeks? Drunk anything interesting within the past two weeks sounds like we're like <laughs> spiking a punch bowl or something fun. Have you been hospitalized in the past two weeks from drinking something? I don't know, like tried any new teas, new... new. Let me turn up Blute a little... You Sorry. Are a little soft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm always being yelled just... at for being too quiet. No, the pr- part of the issue is I only have one headphone in. Yeah. Um, because so I, I need to hear, hear Ben as well, and these are just like cheap forty dollar earbuds. But, I have much nicer uh, headphones than Fan. They do yeah. do a pretty Did good you say job. Cheap forty dollar earbuds. I'm. I'm. I, I'm. I, I get it. <laughs> I mean. Okay, they are they are fine forty dollar earbuds. Like they're not like oh two hundred dollar like until my birthday this year, where Heather has bought me a nice pair of Bluetooth headphones. The most expensive earbuds I've ever owned were twenty dollar Skull Candy headphones. <laughs> okay, those are cheap. Uh <laughs> decent forty dollar head earbuds. Um, <laughs> the just the like the plastic um things that they i mean these i'm using like cheap i don't know 30 40 xiaomi uh, triple drivers right now <laughs> but that's partially <sighs> just because i got my ears pierced yesterday so i can't use any of my over ears oh mm-hmm. that's fun i'm not good at piercings i have my ears pierced and that's it and they were i'm not good at taking care of that kind of stuff so it was yeah. a huge pain in the ass for me my first attempt at it uh about 10 years ago and it mm-hmm. terribly I, I got a helix uh, so up in the cartilage and uh, at some point the cartilage just broke <sighs> so i have my i have two helix piercings uh-huh. and one in my lobe and i i think i want a second one in my lobe i want one on all of my piercings are on the right side of my face mm-hmm. um i want a second or i want one in my nose i have a lip ring um i yeah, I want more piercings. My um, <laughs> my piercings. Part of the reason that I haven't gotten piercings again is because the day that I got these like normal low piercings um was the Trump election day. Oh, <laughs> oof. So I have bad memories associated yeah, with it. No, ew. So yeah, I I just got my lobes this time. Figure that's easier than risking cartilage again, but going well okay. i i think i want an industrial and maybe some ear cuffs next mm-hmm. cool stuff cool stuff and i need more tattoos i like tattoos more than piercings for me personally because i can't get them stuck on stuff <laughs> i do i do need to get more tattoos mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. my spouse got her septum and a nostril Ooh. i need a little fox somewhere on my chest Hell you yeah. already have multiple foxes on your body yeah, more of them. More of them. More of them. Okay. Fan.
none of that was uh, manga, live action TV, or drinks. <laughs> I'm just drinking the same tea drink that I like every every week, and it's as much caffeine as I can have for the next month. Well, that's why I asked anything interesting. I did. Heather did have me try a like yuzu soda the other day. Ooh, that, that was very tasty. Good. I don't know the brand name or anything like that, but it was like a sparkling yuzu drink. Ooh, tasty. I'm drinking a dirty chai latte, so just a typical chai latte with a couple extra shots of espresso thrown in there, or a couple shots of espresso in there. Man, I put the X in the espresso. Whatever. That sounds really tasty. It is good. I had... Oh, sorry. Go for it. I was just agreeing. Uh, I had uh, iced coffee this morning, Mm. which, because... I had to rush to finish this game because I haven't been sleeping well, um, which makes it hard to like do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to have coffee this morning. And I don't have coffee very often, so my body's going through it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Have, Blue, last time we had you on, did we ask you your image song? Yes. Okay, good. We got that covered. Um, thank you for remembering yes i'm trying to remember that now because last guest we totally forgot until birthday Um, by the crew shadows and uh track three off of the album parentheses by right right i remember that Mm -hmm. um do we want to do kakagurui first loot first and then we'll talk about the other two oh i was gonna go fire punch kakagurui no, because I want to oh, talk right. about the yeah. two together. Okay. okay. We can end on Land of the Lustrous. Yeah. How's that sound? Okay. Let's go with Kakagurui then. So Kakagurui yes. is a story all about a high school where everything is, like your, your social status, everything is based off of gambling. And when you gamble, you can go into debt. And if you go too far into debt, the student council basically gets control of your life. They hand you a life plan that includes... Uh, what college you're going to, uh, who you'll marry, things like that. Uh, it starts out uh, following a pretty bland perspective character, and he uh, loses his rights as a human, uh, eventually will be handed his life plan. Uh, and then a new girl shows up, uh, Yumeko, and she just is ecstatic about gambling, and she comes in and just demolishes the person that uh, knocked the main character down to pet status uh the series as a whole kind of follows that a little bit um it is some sort of a high stakes gambling match it has the it is usually with some sort of a custom version of familiar games so like the first one there is a version of rock paper scissors where uh the symbols are drawn on a card by uh, the audience and placed in a uh, a box and it's dealed out to the players and they have to then go off of the three cards in their hand to try and win in standard rock, paper, scissors from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually have rock, paper, scissors come back for uh, rock, paper, scissors, Texas Hold'em later on in the series, which <laughs> looks like a lot of fun. Where there's just one common deck, you know, you do the whole river uh-huh. turn uh, with the common cards in the center and you try and make the best hand it you do poker style matching first and then if nobody has a winning hand it switches over to rock paper scissors matching like oh so, that's fun yeah a lot of the games that they come up with in the series are a lot of fun and the mainstay everybody has seen the reaction images usually kind of horny but not always They're kind of extremely horny for some of them yeah i was gonna say um, kakagurui the first thing i i think of when i think of kakagurui is 
girls making absurd horny yep. faces at each other. Yes. Yes. All, I, all of I the reactions are over the top. Go for it. Blue is correct. They're not always horny. No. But when they are horny, it is the yes. horniest thing you've ever seen outside of porn. But So, like, it's whatever reaction there is just that blown over the top. So, like, yeah, if it's uh -huh. horny, it is the horniest thing you've seen. If somebody's devastated, they look like they are dying. Possibly, like, sometimes it just looks like it's just skin stretched across a skull type of a thing, you know? Uh-huh. It, it's great, but and that plays wonderfully in the manga, in the anime. The Those reactions still play really well. And for the anime, what they do adapting, adapting there is they do a good job having some sort of a seasonal tie-off because you never know if you're going to get another season. Uh, for the first season, they just have a a match that doesn't really matter to cap off the season, but it's uh, Yumiko, when she shows up, she wants to uh, gamble against the student council president, so the anime has some sort of a, eventually it doesn't matter, type of a gamble against the president there. Um, and then in the second season, they introduce a new character with the large Cathas added that is anime only, and her narrative through it is that season's narrative while the arc that is much longer in the manga just kind of gets to build up and go its way and you just cap off the one storyline and if there's a season three cool they can keep going if not you have this nice conclusion while continuing the trend of decent like adaptations uh they did have a live action show which is what i went and rewatched, and it's kind of wild so you can't you can't do those reactions in live action at least not the same way uh Live action TV tends to try to be more real, so instead, do what, some like really bad CGI work. Yeah, mm -hmm. it yeah, you could go the Full Metal Alchemist Netflix show where you have that CG owl in there, and no, thank you. Um, <laughs> this instead, they pull heavily from uh, theater, mm -hmm. so you have like full on like dimming the stage lights while a character has an aside or. Uh, kind of blending theater and movie stuff like uh they would actually have like the match still going while you have like a cloned effect of the person's internal monologue and aside walking around just like screaming in the other character's face just for the <laughs> heightened drama or uh i mentioned the stage lights going down probably one of my favorites is like uh they're out in the cafeteria playing a game of two deck memory this is one of the earliest oh yeah matches. i remember this yeah, yeah. With, which, with fingernail girl yep with fingernail girl and that's one where stage lights go completely down. You have the spotlight on her as she's walking around talking about how she's she knows the markings on the deck and explaining all of her cheat, getting all up in Yumiko's face, just like just all so over the top. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. And then to help cap it off, you have uh, the main character in the anime and the manga is the most bland guy in the world because, you know, he's supposed to be the audience insert. He's supposed to not really know what's going on. And that's it. I will. I will say real quick. Go for it. He's an audience. He is the the pl most pleasant audience insert I've ever met. Oh, yes. He's, he's uh, unintrusive. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, I would also, I, I joke that he's ace, but like he is barely horny, uh -huh. at least in the anime. Um, And it's really pleasant just having a, a, a perspective character who is like not making the worst, grossest jokes. Uh -huh. Well, a bunch of girls are horny at yep. each other. Yeah. He does kind of have the like gotcha protagonist energy of like, how did you even get here, bud? <laughs> yes. Like, well, I mean, it, it fits. He is absolutely the loser that just like completely lost everything in the beginning of the show. <laughs> how do you even go to this school, though, is the thing. Yeah.
I, who well, knows? We got in on a I guess spoilers for season one, but the school was not this focused on gambling until I this guess year. Yeah, it got way worse. Also. It was relatively normal, and then it yeah. completely transformed. Uh huh. Kirari showed up and changed everything. These girls but, all have the most specific fetishes. Yep. <laughs> like, good for them. It's you so know? good. But but yeah, with that audience insert character, since that. Like, you could still do that with live action, but instead, since they're going the stage route, he is doubling as the narrator, and they just give him the most manic energy possible. So he's <laughs> just, like, overreacting to everything that's going on, and, like, every now and then he'll just be looking at the camera, nobody's reacting to what he's saying, and he'll just, like, rapidly shoot off explanations of what's what's going on, or what his worries are, and just trying to help drive what's going on here while characters are just like, flipping over cards on a table. Uh-huh, that's very interesting. Me and Fan, I've watched season one with Fan. Have you watched season two, Fan, of the anime? Um, we started season two. We started. We watched a couple episodes of season two, I'm but we didn't get terrible far. with names. But Kigurumi Girl, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yes. only gets a little bit of season one, and then is is center stage for season two. So we I'm, have to finish that. I want to watch more of it. We got distracted by Kaguya-sama and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, an understandable we distraction. Need to go back to Utena. We also need to finish Utena. I need to. That's on my massive backlog of classic things I haven't seen. <laughs> Ooh, Utena's very. Utena is one of the best things that I've ever seen. Uh huh. I'm, I'm very high on Utena still. I think uh, I, I want to go look at more Ikahara stuff, especially after I watched Sada's on my. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. What other stuff is is Penguin Drum? Uh, yeah. Ikuhara, Ikuhara yeah. thing. Me and Heather watch. Heather likes penguins. Heather, my 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 lovely lo- wife, who is not on this podcast. <laughs> Your brave brave wife. My brave brave wife. <laughs> I can't do just King Thing bits. <laughs> um, we. I wanted to watch more anime with her, and she's like very resistant to anything I've ever actually seen and enjoyed. <laughs> we ended up watching a couple episodes of that and just being completely baffled by it and stopping. That, I, I think people sounds, like it. That sounds like Ikuhara. <laughs> Which, like, <sighs> Ikara is kind of notorious for, like, uh, later Sailor Moon, how gay it gets. Mm-hmm. So. I have and, not finished the an- the original anime Sailor Moon, but uh, it's very good. Yeah. Sticking with TV shows for a second. Yeah. Um, Unless Blue, you have more things yeah, to Blue, say Yeah, do you have more stuff? No, that, that pretty much wraps up Kakagurui. Like, the adaptation for the live action is just a lot of fun, and you can even just go through and pick out, like, if you've seen or read it, pick out the uh, matches that interest you and just watch it play out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, would, I do want to get around to checking that out. Live action adaptations aren't something I usually seek out, but it does seem fun. I have, yeah. yeah. Aside from loot, I have also heard people like compliment it. I think the thing that made me the most interested in it was someone saying it's like... Um, it's like, you know, you showed up to a con and a bunch of super fans had a panel that was just like, hey, we're going to put on a yes. play. Yep. Uh, which is like that really is exactly fun energy to bring uh-huh. to that. That is very funny. Um, staying on TV, uh, an update on what Ben and I are watching. Uh, for this anime season. This this anime season. We dropped your Deco mostly from me. The first episode really did not at all grab me. Yeah. And like maybe we get to the end of the season and everyone's like oh my gosh this was amazing yeah. but um, i liked isaacan a lot and it looks a lot like isaacan yeah. in a lot of ways but uh, uh 
seems fine. I think it is too much of a children's show for me. Yeah. It okay. seems like. Um, we did add Tokyo Mew Mew New, though, to our list. <laughs> now, of stuff. Uh, say that again. Tokyo Mew Mew New. I heard Mew Mew three Mew. Mews last time. <laughs> <laughs> I said new. Mew Mew New. Yes. Because So Tokyo Mew Mew. I've not watched. I think I saw a couple episodes of Tokyo Mew Mew when I was young. Uh, yeah, is a very old mm-hmm. uh, magical girl show. Apparently, the last episode of it uh, aired before the first episode of um, what's the other uh, Pretty Cure? Oh wow! Oh, okay. Um, just to give you a sense of, and we're on like there have been sixteen or seventeen seasons of Pretty Cure, I think. Uh-huh. Uh quite a few, at least that many. Actually, let me... Okay, now I'm curious. Um, but uh, I've heard good things about the new Tokyo Mew Mew and saw some screenshots and was like, I think we have to add this to our... I saw... I, the only thing I can remember from it is uh, of screenshots I've seen is one screenshot of like two people driving a van and there's a cat girl in a pink outfit in the back just between two <laughs> normal people. Um, there's something about biological weapons... Uh, <laughs> It seems seems goofy. Yes. Okay. So pretty clear it was two thousand four. I heard that mm-hmm. it was a reboot, or it is reboot also, not a like continuation. Yes, I believe that's. I we haven't watched the first episode yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to. Yeah. I liked call of, the first episode of Call of Night Same. more than I expected to. Yeah. I have had. Fen's not totally sold on it. But... I don't like how the protagonist looks. Yeah. He, I don't he's... like his design. I don't care about no. the protagonist, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like. It's just like, we have to talk. He's gonna have so many lines in that yeah. show. Um, I, I do like that girl's personality, though. It's much weirder than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it's much. Yes. She's much less cool than I thought she was I going think, to be. I like her design more so than I like her art style. Mm-hmm. I love how the backgrounds look. Uh huh. I don't. I'm not sold on the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Those girls have some of the weirdest boobs I've ever seen. <laughs> I, that's something I've noticed. I was like, well, there's something really weird going on with like the collarbone breast area with a lot of these characters. It's true to the manga, but uh-huh. I like how like cartoonishly the characters move and stuff too, rather than like mm. trying to make it any sort of realistic. But like uh, the point they're pointing back and forth, and their hands are just massive, and like this, it, it doesn't make sense for the space between them, but it just fits perfect for that scene. Mm-hmm. Just like I love the look of it, and yeah. I think I like their designs more than I like the art yeah yeah um i can see that but yeah i like that enough to to keep going Mm -hmm. um then we're sticking on with our other stuff yeah prisma doll is exactly what we were expecting (laughs) yeah prisma doll is very very funny um not funny in like the sense that it's comedic but funny in the sense that it's such a key thing yep uh those girls are the most pitiful creatures you've ever seen uh-huh. <laughs> um and like horus recoil is i think on everyone's radar as the the standout success from this very pretty show okay, uh, I need pretty to start up then. very fun i completely heard. called that hacker 100 percent beat for beat and <laughs> fen was like that's not what's gonna happen man that hacker is dead i was like <laughs> you're way overselling how confident i was <laughs> Spoilers for episode two of Lacorus Recoil. <laughs> um, yeah, Lacorus Recoil is See, it's great. Fun. It's fun. Um, okay. Fen. Oh, right. We're still in your tea time. We're still in your tea time because <laughs> we haven't gotten to either of the things that we actually uh, read for this week. 
Okay, so Ben, fun. you made me read the entirety of Fire Punch. You know, originally you... I wasn't going to make you, but I did think that you would like the ending. So, And the ending is nothing unless you read the whole thing, I think. Yes. I, so, I couldn't imagine reading that ending. Just like, just jumping On its there. own? It would oh. make no sense. Yeah, we. I've been on a real Fujimoto kick lately, uh, which is very funny because... Uh, it, People seem split between he's the greatest uh, author ever or he's hugely overrated. And I'm somewhere in the middle <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. And then I feel a little weird about saying that it's good stuff, given how like hyperbolic some people are being about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, but I do think Chainsaw Man well, didn't vibe with me at all, partially because I of everybody's Chainsaw hyperbole Man. about it. Just like it is the best thing ever. And like, it's all right. Like some of the art's cool. <laughs> See, this is the trick of it. When I read Chainsaw Man, I both um, had never not heard like anything about it and got it confused with Doro Hey Doro. <laughs> huh. That's wild. I thought, yeah, I got the two of them mixed up. So I thought I was reading Doro Hey Doro, which is also very good and um, very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked Chainsaw Man a lot and then realized that people had a lot of opinions about it already after the fact and was like, oh, weird. But yeah, my opinion on Fire Punch is it is it has very high highs, but is way less consistent than Chainsaw Man. I think that's where I, I can see ended that. up yeah. on it. Have you read this blue? Have you yeah, read? Yeah, I, I read Fire through Punch? the whole thing this week. Oh wow! Okay, I was gonna reread it because I wanted to be fresh on it, but I never got around to it. I was quite busy this week, but I just read it like a month ago. So yeah, Defend. I want to hear you give the like. Uh, are we going to do spoilers for the yeah. whole thing? Because we have to talk uh, about the ending. Spoilers for Fire Punch uh-huh. incoming. We got to get better at saying spoilers before we say the ending of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I tend to avoid saying anything about where... Or I, I say broad arc stuff. I tend to not say... Anyway. Give okay. me a description of Chainsaw Man. Or not, of uh, Fire Punch. <laughs> Tell me what Fire Punch is about. I just listened to an Oops All anime where Six called out Jen for uh, not writing down summaries of stuff. And uh, I'm feeling a little put on the spot. But Writing down summaries of stuff? Who writes down summaries of stuff? Off the cuff every time. Yeah. That's definitely what this podcast is <laughs> for sure. Is well, off the write- cuff summaries of... <laughs> Uh, all our Yuri Tea Time. I've never written down a description of any Yuri Tea Time stuff. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm too busy writing uh, 40k words for each day of fate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, Fire Punch is a world or sets up a world. Okay. We <laughs> open. <laughs> The, the thing with Fire Punch is that it lots of stuff happens in a row, and it keeps changing what's ha- what the world is. I'm gonna try to do a five sentence summary. Oh, Let's boy. see how this goes. Um, Again, we can't just keep doing just King Thing bits. Yeah, a five, five sentence, sentence summary is outside of just King Things. Yeah, just King Things is a uh, better show than this. If you want to go listen to just King <laughs> Things, but wow. they talk about girls a lot less than us, so yeah. impossible to say which is actually better. I'd say we do very different things. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, this Do you is... want me to start and then you can jump in? This is a world. Okay. I keep trying to start and then you interrupt <laughs> me. <laughs> I can't help it. It's very funny. Continue. Uh, Fire Punch takes place in a world where 
there are people called blessed. Mm-hmm. Semicolon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I am just aping Cameron's bits, but you know, they're still funny. Um, blessed are are people who have special powers such as regeneration or the ability to create fire Mm -hmm. period um agni lives in a village or okay cut that uh (laughs) you can't (laughs) uh um additionally comma (laughs) uh (laughs) Now I'm just doing it to to spite Ben at this point. (laughs) I feel Um, like we should transcript this and include it in our description. Okay. Um, Additionally, comma, uh, the world has been uh, covered in ice, supposedly by a blessed called the Ice Witch, who for some reason uh, decided to plunge the world into an ice age. Period already used two sentences setting up the plot uh let's how are we gonna get through the the rest of this in three sentences um agni is the main character uh various things happen uh in the first couple of chapters and he ends up eternally on fire um and goes on adventures (laughs) that's one way to put it period um Oh god. But you have two sentences left? Yeah. I don't even know. Good job, Ben. You used the first three sentences on the first chapter. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it, very clear that I have not done this before. <laughs> huh. Uh that last sentence gonna be a doozy. <laughs> okay. Um The most powerful blessed in this world are regenerative ones. Comma, including Agni, comma, uh, because they are immortal, effectively immortal, uh, due to their regeneration. That's another Period. sentence. That's another sentence. <laughs> God damn. Uh, We're on the last one, Fan. Agni goes about getting revenge for his entire town getting burned down and his sister dying, comma, in the process. It's a bit of a stretch. Okay. As Agni goes about getting his <laughs> revenge uh, for his entire town being burned and uh, his sister getting killed, um, he meets a regenerative blessed named uh, Togata. Togata. Who wants to make movies. Uh, comma... A. What? <laughs> That's it, folks. That's the difference between Just King Things and Fate Moon Archive. You've used the whole five sentence summary listing characters who you aren't. I'm not done yet. Um. What? Keep going, keep going. I'm dying. <laughs> Ben is literally cannot stop <laughs> laughing at me, which is a little rude, IMO. <laughs> um, I'm good, keep going. A boy named Sun who ends up starting a cult worshipping Agni, and uh, a woman named. What is her name? 
fuck if I know. I'm only here for Togata. Nene something. Oh, Ninato? No, it's the other one. Uh, the one who he calls Luna. No. Um. Oh, uh, Judas. Judah. 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 Okay, and a woman named Judah. Uh, who. At the end, he ends up falling in love with and spending eternity with in space. Mm-hmm. Period. That's five sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> this is one of those things where you start writing uh, the title really big and then you just start cramming it in at the end because you don't run out, you've run out of space completely. Yeah. If we did this more space? often... I would probably be better at this. We don't need to because, uh, first of all, we shouldn't do a whole five sentence summary bit for each Yuri Tea Time thing because we already spent enough time on them. Yeah, we're. It it actually might take longer to get that five sentence summary out instead of. To be fair. (laughs) Yeah. Right. We did spend a lot of time bullshitting at the very beginning. Yes. That's that's not Yuri Tea Time stuff. Let's see. Okay. Um, Well. Fire Punch is a, a story about how it sucks to be immortal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And about how uh, fascism is an ever-present threat in society. I would say uh, less an ever-present threat and more the natural be, yeah. state of humans uh-huh. is fascism. It's a very grim, edgy manga. It is... You could you could say it's the um the Tsukihime to uh Chainsaw Man's Fate Stay Night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's why I like mm-hmm. it better. <laughs> I love Tsukihime. Right? Tsukihime is really good. Mm-hmm. The farther away we get from it, I'm like, damn, there's damn, really Tsukihime good stuff good. in there. Uh, Playing the the Grand Order event right now, that's like a horror themed summer camp, and being like. Fuck, you remember when they just wrote horror instead of, like, this <laughs> horror-flavored, like, gotcha event? Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, I can't wait for um, you to get Yeah, I'm so excited. Soon. Right after Stay Night. What do you think of Fire Punch, Punch, fan? Okay. I think I've been a vocal... Not... I don't hate Fujimoto. A, a vocal... He's a bit overrated. <laughs> uh, he's definitely overrated. Uh-huh. Know. Which is, like... I would agree with that, even though I like his stuff. Part of the... Part of the issue is just that I don't care about Shonen. Yeah. Like, I I have watched a hundred and something episodes of Hunter x Hunter. That show's fine. Uh, really I like know that that is, like, one of the best Shonen ever. And for me, even the best that Shonen has, like, Shonen, Battle Shonen has to offer is, like, eh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, And so... Fujimoto doesn't make stuff for me. Yeah. I can I can admit that freely. We're out of stuff for me to make you read. Um, uh, there's like one shots and stuff, and but I'm, I'm not. He has some girls in his stuff that are like, yeah, this girl rules. Uh-huh. But on the whole, his stuff really isn't for me. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, and so I was kind of shocked when I got to the end of chapter one of Fire Punch and was like, Damn, this might be all right. Uh-huh. Uh, Hell of a first chapter. It's what the... There's the two kids who can regenerate and a starving village of older people and they chop the brother's arm off uh, since it grows back immediately in clear violation of thermodynamics. Yes. To feed the village with his flesh. Uh-huh. Um, and then the village gets burned down for cannibalism. hmm Yeah. Uh, it turns out that there's... 
a, a the largest settlement that we know of mm-hmm. at, at the start at least is a like religious cult um what is it called i don't remember the names of these things um it's a religious cult that it turns out is fire punch loves movies <laughs> this is uh, true of all fujimoto yeah, stuff say, for, yeah it seems like one through line at least for me between this and uh and chainsaw man is like not even just the movie bit but like he's interested in uh current like uh contemporary worship of uh media and just different ideas i mean that's mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. like a whole thing with chainsaw man that's most of it yeah sorry <laughs> fen has gotten distracted reading something no i'm just staring at level sorry the caffeine is oh <sighs> i don't feel great but it's <laughs> <laughs> um i'm awake uh-huh definitely uh-huh. awake uh, so you like the range started oh okay you like fire punch's start yeah fire then, punch's start it has a strong start then you went really low on it for a while uh it has a a mixed start i guess let's say because uh the first three chapters are like hey doesn't it suck when um people rape women that really yeah, there's sucks, a lot of doesn't it? oh yeah these people are well, evil going back to the tsukihime comparison well again <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. It is like, and in general, it seems like Fire Punch barely believes that humans will help each other. Mm-hmm. It is really like, oh no, men will take over and they're bad and mm-hmm. they will like subjugate women. That's that's the natural order of humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's bad, but it's, it's a very bad view of humanity. Yeah. But it's kind of like, oh yeah, that's that is where human all humans will end up here basically with, uh, i can with where the world is right now i can kind of understand having a really grim view of the human spirit you know what i mean but <sighs> you gotta hold out a little bit of hope well, yeah so part of what throws me off with that is like the work as a whole is this really grim view but like that final imagery is like the way it's framed and everything is like implicitly hopeful, even though it's not really doing anything. Mm. But like usually when you finally have the two characters coming together and like you're doing this whole grand thing of them like transcending the world for their unity and blah 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 blah. Like it's supposed to be some sort of like, yeah, isn't it nice and heartwarming? But like everything else is just so dour. And like mm-hmm, also yeah. like the history between those characters is just fucked. Yeah, completely yeah. fucked. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So let's say it's fascinating. Uh there are three good parts of yes. Fire Punch. The opening, which is like very strong, sets up an interesting world, and then I would say uh like has good character moments, but mostly treads its wheels. Like the opening is like, oh cool, this would be a sick two volumes. Um and instead it's like eight or nine uh-huh. or something um uh but yeah so uh the 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 second good bit is uh there's a woman who also like all of the important people in fire punch have regenerative powers (laughs) except for one who has powers to create fire that won't go out until it's exhausted its fuel Uh uh-huh which is how uh agni ends up on fire forever because he regenerates at the same speed that he burns yeah um 
so he meets a woman who's 300 years old or something mm-hmm. um and she loves movies she also loves movies uh she's a real weird nihilist <laughs> yeah she's great and so she decides to make a movie with Agnia as the protagonist. This is a great... Yeah, this is so fun. Um, Roping some poor, like, runaway slave girl into uh, working the camera for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and so... Or I guess... Yeah. Uh, so this is Togata. Togata. Uh, she's... Fa- or they? He? I would... Uh, I. Togata so, is revealed to be a closeted trans man, pretty yeah. much. But um, he also, she says afterwards to call me sister, so like, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of messy there, but I'd say... Yeah. It seems like Togata has a very grim view on transition, too. This is a really interesting bit, is because Togata has regenerative powers, and so can't get any surgery to correct uh his gender dysphoria because it will just heal back to normal which is like an absolute nightmare Mm -hmm. scenario Uh uh-huh oh but he's very clear it's very clear that he wants to be a a man you know what i mean he's jealous he's jealous of uh agni's like flaming dick yeah a lot Uh there's yeah so i use he but like the pro like pronoun and gender situation is is fucked you know what i mean yeah. togata's interesting i i think it, that whole bit is very interesting i like togata's like uh playing up being one of the class uh, like a classic fujimoto like wild and crazy girl who does like zany shit and then reveal being revealed to be like a gender fucky miserable bitter guy who's just playing it up because he has no other hope in his life and that's what people expect from him <laughs> yeah that's really interesting stuff i think that there's it gets back to this world being mm-hmm. really grim yes the the like oh yeah i want to be a man because i want to save people mm. and women can't do that no of mm. course not you have to be a man to to save people is that why togata says yeah he says like when he was a kid he saw a movie and was like oh Oh. men can save people Uh, i want to be a man hmm. well i mean like tying it to the movie bit though makes it a little sting a little less because like media portrayal tends to show that but yeah and that there is the like oh yeah i wish i had your flaming dick (laughs) and is like very coarse with Uh language uh i would not say that togata is good trans representation i think that togata is interesting yeah and is like oh, for sure a very a bad person <laughs> yeah is another thing about uh togata togata is an awful person yep he's more interested in uh like a, making a good movie uh-huh. than um human life well kind of because togata eventually dies saving agni uh-huh. from and catching on fire themselves yeah um which is i think the the uh they come out as a trans man and then like are out two chapters by someone with mind reading powers right yeah and then two chapters later they die uh-huh um uh, interesting good i i struggle to call much of chains of a uh, fire punch good but i think i think a lot of it is interesting yeah and so this is right. This is shortly after, uh, yeah. So Agni gets set on fire, and then the the first like half of the manga is about him 
burning down the the, the evil kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um and trying to get revenge on the fire guy who has yeah. sworn off violence because he realized that the cult was like <laughs> that the like film of God uh that they are worshipping is like an old B movie. <laughs> yeah. Um I think they even said C movie. <laughs> C movie. <laughs> uh, it's trash. And then the second half starts off interesting yeah. again. I which is like with a cult of his own, basically. Yeah. Through like kind of no fault of his own. Yeah. Again, he saved the, a bunch like, of people and got stuck taking care of them, even yeah. though he doesn't know how to. Yeah. Um this is the there are interesting parts of um of Fire Punch with like, oh yeah, who do we choose to lift up mm-hmm. and uh worship despite the fact that they may not want or be able to to like live up to that yeah one Um, of the most interesting bits of like through lines of fire punch for me is agni's like uh personality drift you know what mm -hmm. i mean and like memory loss from his brain being roasted at all hours of every day forever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and no longer being able to tell the difference between the character that he's playing uh that togata is guiding both in the movie and as the leader of the cult you know what i mean as like whatever he originally was kind of is not completely lost but is blurred Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's really interesting bit for me yeah just like years and pain like uh reforming who he is over and over and over again what shreds mm-hmm. he holds on to and which shreds like mm-hmm. what gets shredded away uh-huh and him tr- like play acting at being like the person that people want him to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all interesting stuff <sighs> i love when someone has like can't really emote properly and so gets very good at faking it <laughs> uh-huh uh yeah and we spend a little bit of time with the cult uh-huh. and then the main antagonist kind of uh the back half is a mess way less directed yeah like there is a very there's very strong purpose even if it kind of treads water in the way that like a lot of uh it's a lot more does. like time just starts going yeah. and like stuff yeah. just starts happening it's not really a through line in the same sense yeah um agni changes sides like a dozen times yeah like, agni by does end, it's almost finally, all metaphor uh-huh does finally get revenge on doma is the guy who's out of Didn't he like decide not to and then goes back and kills him yeah anyway, there's a like... weird scene that i is never really explained yeah. of agni being like yeah. no actually okay i talked to him and like he has people who he cares about i'm gonna leave now and then there's it looked a, like, like he dream fully sequence dissociated as he was walking and mm-hmm. part of that dissociation he just turned oh. back towards the village and just it's because togata died through it okay togata dot he decides not to kill doma the fire guy togata finds out that the fire guy is the one who burned all his movies and freaks out they he ends up getting togata away uh agni no longer knowing what to do with himself tries to kill himself togata saves him people keep saving agni and he keeps getting stuck being alive even though he really doesn't want to be uh-huh. he goes wild uh burns doma's uh like little shelter down kills him and then goes back and attacks the cult too when he goes through that shelter the only person that he actually like visibly when they show it playback that he actually attacks is Doma, who is like trying to defend the home at that point. Everything else yeah, was incidental, yeah. like a child brushed up against him, and then the mother tries mm-hmm. to save the child, and these flames don't go out until 
the fuel is gone. So just yep. the slightest brush ignites them all. He just walks through a door and just mm-hmm. and just everything just goes to ashes. And Doma tries to stop him with flames and Agni kills him. Mm-hmm. How does and then he gets his flames put out? Yeah, the flames go out after that for the some reason. The flames go out after that from the tree. Oh. Right, right. There's a subplot oh, where the fine. main villain is trying to suck the life out of everyone on Earth to create like a life tree that will warm the Earth. You say main villain, Ben? Uh, Villain's a strong. She Agni's gets, probably like, the main villain. She appears in like three chapters. She's yeah. She's like an old, old immortal human from when they used to have every power that they wanted or whatever. She says that, uh huh. But also just seems to have regeneration. Yeah. Um, well, she can make a giant tree. Except that Judah later makes the giant tree without her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, Judah is the... That's why Judah has the same face. She also has all the powers. Oh, right. Yeah, right. And uh-huh. that's why Agni's sister has that, and San actually looks yep. the same as well. It's the white hair and blue eyes, which... Uh, tie that into so, something. A lot of stuff happens. Basically, Agni, like, his fires goes out after a failed attempt to warm the planet. He lives with Doma's people, like the survivors of Doma's camp, uh, taking care of them. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know that he is the monster. (laughs) Because he's not on fire anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Along with one of these girls, Judah, who looks like his sister. And he has lost her memories. And he treats her like his sister because he's a weirdo. Well, because she's like, hey, who am I? After she loses his memories. And he's like... Oh, Luna. Yeah, yeah. You can be my my sister sister, Uh because you look exactly like her. Which is, real quick, Uh a complaint I have, and this is like somewhat true of manga generally. Uh, It is especially true of Fujimoto's art style Uh that it is very hard for me to tell apart characters. Uh And, um, or not so bad. I think that it gets uh, Chainsaw Man on. I think it's better about it. Yes. Like there's more like girls have more discerning features. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that you can hang on to. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, what the. the... I like the art style of uh, the Fujimoto's art style. But I I will say that especially throwing in like four different girls who all look the same (laughs) is incredibly confusing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I think we spent too much time on Fire Punch now. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, basically, it ends with um, a, a great sequence where they've uh, the tree gets made. Uh, Judah ends up being used to make this mad this tree to warm up the planet mm-hmm. by sucking the life out of every other planet in the galaxy or something like that. Yeah, which is a lot. Um, and Agni ends up like living with that civilization uh, as like the people age and the planet like goes back to war again you know what i mean over the like one warm spot on the planet yeah or it seems like the entire planet was warmed but crops only grow in this one spot it's poisoned everywhere else or something like that yeah Yeah, it's just the one spot is fertile yeah uh uh-huh uh-huh and uh then by the end the planet has blown up and agni and uh judah are reunited in space yeah. Uh, he just sort of wanders up there to where she is long Tens after she's forgotten everything. years later. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Which is like... The, the scale is really, really fun. Uh, oh, it's just like... It's like, oh, yeah, this is like... 
there's a time jump from the very ending to like 80 years later where one of the youngest characters is on her deathbed and Agni is there still the same guy and she's Mm -hmm. like oh you're really good at faking like a nice smile and like attitude huh Uh uh-huh um and then it just cuts to thousands like hundreds of years later and then thousands of years later and then ten th- it ends tens of thousands of years later or whatever millennia later. millennia yeah. and the earth is destroyed that's a fun bit yeah i think it's interesting i think we could probably i could talk about it a lot longer but i think that we don't really have time to no uh-uh. but it's definitely a story about uh how much you don't want to live forever <laughs> I yeah think. uh-huh yeah it, it definitely feels like it has things to say i just don't know that i care enough to like piece all together <laughs> everything that it's trying to say yeah i had fun with it, it was i fun, think it's interesting yes. i think there are interesting parts of it again uh-huh. it's like it's 84 chapters 83 chapters um it's way too long i think so too yeah uh that's that is my main complaint is that it goes on <laughs> and on and on it's like there are um, sections where it loses direction and like if it could yeah. trim those yeah. out and it might yeah. be better mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i think it yeah especially the second half is like really undirected yeah um, which is interesting but yeah it's it's a, such a long thing it is also the thing of like yeah we never get to see a culture that is healthy it's like, oh, again, I've said it at the beginning, but it does feel like at least at least when he wrote it, uh-huh. Fujimoto was like, oh, yeah, naturally, humans who who are more who have less plentiful mm-hmm. plenty than us right now. Of course, they just uh, form religious cults because uh-huh. that's that's what humans do. And like, I do think that there's sorry sorry you can go ahead i was gonna say you need to get a couple of like seemingly more healthy uh like situations but it's always led by somebody who's seeking redemption Mm -hmm. so it's almost like you have to have that apologia as a motivating factor Mm to do something i should also say that is like oh yeah you have to be a family Mm. you cannot exist in a in a group larger than a family normally yeah you you will someone will end up becoming a religious leader and turning people love to do this uh i do think that um i do think that it's complicated slightly by the fact that we find out it's like not like one evil person who did all this right they're living at the end of history Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the the ice age is because the world like the world is dying the galaxy is dying like mm-hmm. there was already a like utopic world that has come and gone and uh the reason that everyone is fighting for the scraps is because there is only scraps left as like the sun goes out <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so i think that's more interesting than uh oh the ice witch just made the, everything bad because she's evil and etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. but yeah i think generally it's very grim yeah mm-hmm. in some ways that are like yeah i can i can vibe with this like i uh, like skihime a lot that's a pretty Sikihime is less grim than this yes yeah. uh there are just to say there are there are parts of that that i'm like oh yeah this is like interesting and fun and mm-hmm. like fun to explore and then there's a lot of it that is just like i don't the metaphor also breaks down with tsukihime because part of the reason i think tsukihime is good is because it's about a family yeah. in a town uh-huh and it's not about the world yeah See my complaints about Delicious and Dungeon <laughs> towards the end of where uh, it's out right now. Um, 
Yeah, this is like very much about the world uh -huh. and people as like humans as mm -hmm. a species because it it has several chances to say, oh, no, actually, everything got reset and now people are OK to live with each other. And always it says, no, actually, they chose war. Mm -hmm. They chose fascism. Mm -hmm. They chose to like not cooperate. Yeah. Um, so interesting. Messy. Messy. Interesting characters, messy. Part of its recency bias, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure how much I liked it. Yeah. I think there are three good parts. There are like, there's probably like 10 or 11 good chapters out of the 80. I like when a thing, when you come away from work, like, how did I feel about yep. that? Yeah. And you have to like think about it for a while. I think I like that better sometimes than even coming out of a thing and being like, oh, wow, that rolled. I think I might like it more than any of the rest of fujimoto's work that i've read um that said the the first chapter of chainsaw man part two i really enjoyed and i'm not going to spoil that but um i have not read that yet I i'm not, not going to be reading chainsaw man alive but i'll let that build up i i will say i i was like am i gonna hate read chainsaw man week to week is this really what i'm gonna do um and yes dear listener the answer was yes <laughs> um but you but liked then, the first chapter but then i read the first chapter and was like oh actually this might be it could be cool it could be cool uh knowing fujimoto uh it's gonna be cool and then also a lot of i'm gonna uh, it's gonna be like really cool five chapters and then i'm just gonna be like oh my god please just get to the point where this arc is wrapped up because i'm not enjoying this anymore that's writing stuff for you you weren't a huge fan of either the one shots we read, but you gotta say they get in and out. Yeah, it's really nice. They go when things begin. Writing and week to week <laughs> seems like a nightmare. God, um, couldn't be me. Wait, okay. Do we have time to talk about Land of Lustrous, or we do want do we want to just like reserve all of next year et time for it? Let's reserve next year et time because we're an hour fourteen into this recording. Okay, that's not as bad as I thought we were gonna be. I that's yeah, like but I'm going. I am. We need to get Fen more coffee. Is the answer? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, the look Fen just gave me, <laughs> like I was kicking a puppy. <laughs> my heart would literally give out. Uh, okay. okay, so uh, we want. I wanted to talk about Land of the Lustrous because it's also uh, like a lot about, about eternity. eternity. Um, but I think Land of the Lustrous is better. <laughs> uh Fire Punch yes. is very much about how much eternity sucks. Mm -hmm. Um in a very like uh individual way. Um and then it is about like or in some in some ways in the same way that like Nasu uh writes about eternity sucking for humans. Yeah. Because he's like they get bored. They just like humans are not made to exist forever. Uh they will like lose their minds eventually because that's just not how we're built. Um, mm -hmm. Land of the Lustrous is about uh, eternity sucking in a Buddhist sense, in the sense that, like, uh, yeah, reincarnation exists for a reason, yeah. and like you want to escape that cycle because mm -hmm. living is suffering. Couldn't be me, I will never escape the cycle of samsara. Um, but yeah, I would like to. I. There are some notes I would like to write up for points that we hit on Land of the Lost. Yeah, 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 we might just have to talk about the whole thing up to this point. 
too. Uh, yeah. Do another spoiler. I'm, I'm just saying, the there's, there's 11 volumes out, which is like pretty chunky. Yeah. Um, but I would say, hey. Uh, what a place to hiatus. Yeah. It sucked. <laughs> I've not read any of the new stuff past yeah. that because we're waiting for volumes. Yeah. There are enough chapters to make another another volume, except for like one or two, nice. which sucks. Uh, uh, what? A, yeah, if only two more chapters had come out, <laughs> then gone on a hiatus. Yeah, I'm sure it would have ended in a much better, cleaner <laughs> spot. Then. Um. Uh, okay. I'm curious where the volume actually ends. Then. Mm-hmm. Well, All right. Well, right. So, just to say, next time, I think we're probably going to spoil Land of the Lustrous. So. If you haven't yet, uh, it is one of my favorite ongoing manga. <laughs> really just a... Speaking of really, really painful things to read. Um, I love Yeah, false. so if you don't want to get spoiled on that, either... <laughs> Phosphophilite is a kind and gentle gem. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to get spoiled on that, either like read it or you can skip our next URT time, obviously. Yeah, yeah we, we have markers. I would, I would say, hey, that's a worthwhile read. Read. <laughs> read the shit out of that. Okay. Oh, one more thing. Uh, there are places that you could read uh, official translations, even pirated. I would do that because who the pronoun stuff the scans gets really are really weird in the scanlations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the and, and the official volumes have a bunch of like interesting stuff about like, hey, here are all of the. There's some like very, very obvious stuff. Even for me, someone who's not a like buddhist scholar mm-hmm. uh but there's a bunch of stuff uh translator notes at the end of every volume that are like hey here are the things that you may not have noticed uh, yeah. that are like uh important to the themes of the story yeah, yeah those are fun okay all right let's get on to Fate Stay Night, Days 1 through 5, Unlimited Blade Works. I was going to reread the prologue for this, like I used to with the Tsukime prologue, um, but I got like halfway through it, I think, and I was just like, this was a fun read the first time, but that's, there's just nothing here. Yeah. Yeah. The Tsukihime prologue was meant to be read multiple times because it had stuff that would not come up in the first route or the second route all the way to the end you know what i mean you learned a little more about what was happening and it was just shorter you know the prologue for fate's day night is just so much like an a like brief instruction manual to how the story is going to work it Uh, feels like we were told uh uh yeah that it was a like demo demo disc basically for the game and it's like oh yeah that is what it is and it serves that purpose really well there are a couple things uh that that come up in it that if i didn't already know would be interesting you know what i mean or like interesting bits but yeah i i gave up on that it's fine still i wanted to get into the rin headspace but it's fine so let's get on to the actual day uh, oh, I do actually have notes for that, but I don't think. Okay. Hey, Ben. Any of it's really meaningful. Nothing is different for the first two and a half days, basically. We have a couple new scenes. We have two new scenes. We have two new scenes. And a lot of me being like, ah, I can't wait for uh, Heaven's Feel. Yes. 
Um, let's see, let's see. We got Shiro hanging out with Sakura. We got Shiro going to school and see, meeting up, seeing Rin. And we got the bit with Taiga, like, smashing her head on the floor. This is the, the, the Taiga smashing her head on the floor and dying in the front of the class on day one <laughs> is the still the only, like, the funny Taiga bit yes. game to me. Specifically the sprite animation of her sliding in, like, doing a little bow and then tipping <laughs> over and just going down and everyone being like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's very funny. Shiro, instead of helping uh, Issei after school, decides to go to work. And uh, this is one of our choices. I think I did the opposite. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Shiro gets paid better than I did when I was assistant manager at the Gene Siskel Film Center Mm. by this job. I carried a lot of shit, too. They should have paid me fucking $100 an hour. (laughs) He has a mansion. He doesn't need to be paid that well. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he works at, like a bar liquor store called Copenhagen, which I guess is better than um <laughs> the Tsukihime uh uh cafe uh cafe that shares a name with a Nazi think tank. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, not just Tsukihime. I like the bar I like the bar owner and Nekosan, the bar owner's daughter. Uh-huh. Nekosan is a great name. Yeah. Um uh, I also looked her up to see if we got more of her. Um, I guess we do probably in Hollow Ataraxia or something like that. Okay. I know why I did go and help the student council this time. And it's because Rin likes you better. Oh. You that's interesting. Uh, let's see. So this, these characters these characters will not show up for the entire rest of the game, no. though. No. She has a sprite on the website, so I assume she's in Hollow Ataraxia. Huh. She looks kind of like a like an anime blacksmith butch, hmm. which is not what I expected from her voice, huh. but she's got like a black outfit and a black apron. Butchers come in all sizes yeah. and shapes. Sometimes butches are called Neko-san. <laughs> <laughs> and they get drunk and curl up in front of the fireplace. Cute. Uh, let's see. The other choice is... Um, we have a choice to, at the end of the day, walk Sakura home, play with Taiga, or just relax. This time I picked play with Taiga. Yep. Yep. Um, we get a great Taiga Neko arc face. Uh huh. Which is very funny. Um, the return of the orange man is the title of this scene, <laughs> which is very. Taiga being the orange man? <laughs> I'm not sure. She brought the oranges. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Taiga just teases him about being into Sakura. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get Sakura doesn't eat any fresh fruit. She'll only eat it cooked or frozen. It's a very strange <laughs> behavior. I like when girls have bizarre little tiny things about them. Uh huh. Cooked I can get. Frozen is interesting. Yeah, I guess like in a like ice cream? Maybe. Well, like, does Sakura eat ice cream? She seems like the type to only eat like not eat so much sweets. Rin mm. seems like the sweets girl of them. Yes. Mm. Uh, Saber. Well, Saber's the everything food. Saber. Yeah, Saber seems more like Shiro in the, like, likes Japanese sweets that are not as sweet. Mm-hmm. But I guess she does like ice cream. We do know from future stuff that Saber likes ice cream. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's day one. Day two, literally nothing is different. Yep. Uh, oh, a couple things. 
There is a house near Shiro's house where the entire family is murdered with a long object like a sword. Hmm. Uh, I'm not clear on who did that. The obvious culprits are like, who has swords? Ku, Gil, or Kojiro could be it. Because like a spear could be a long weapon. But Wait. Kojiro can't leave his place. Why would Ku kill a random family? And why would Gil kill a random family? Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. Because it doesn't match the MOs of either of the other, of the gas leaks or anything like mm-hmm. that. Uh, let's see. Oh, and I remembered that Kuzuki, the um, the t- other teacher, is friends with Issei, or friendly with Issei. He didn't really come up last time, but he has a sprite. Yeah. I guess so, so do all of Rin's friends. Yeah. So it could be nothing, but, you know, we know that something's going on at Issei's um, temple, so. We get the fight, we get Shiro dying, we get him being healed by Rin. And we are on to the part where he summons Saber, nearly gets killed by Ku. They chase Ku off, Saber gets stabbed, and then Saber goes to kill Archer and Rin. This is where we start getting different stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Finally. We what get an option, Ben. Yes. Do we uh, not stop Rin, in which case we continue Saber. with... Uh, sorry, yes. Do we not stop Saber, in which case we continue on Saber's route? Or do we stop her? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't... I really... As high as I was on the, by the end of Fate Route, <laughs> I really, really don't want to play it again. So we better stop uh, Saber from killing Archer. Mm-hmm. That's fun that we've blown a command spell already. <laughs> it's probably fine. It, they they sure. aren't that important. Yeah, they like recharge, last, right? last route. They, they do in Fate Grand Order, but I don't think they do at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, last route, uh, command spells, they, they hyped him up a lot, but we never ran out. We had exactly as many as we needed, and it was never a problem. And you, every time you had the opportunity to use one, you used one. That's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it'll be like that this time, too. Mm-hmm. Being down one early does just kind of feel. It is. Gl- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, Rin was down two <laughs> last route, too. Yeah, it's so funny that by the end of the prologue, um, she's burned two... By the end of the prologue, she's burnt. Yeah, she's burned two command spells and one of her ge- and her most powerful gem. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. uh huh. The pendant and uh, like one of her right. attack gems uh-huh. too. Yep. And she still got used all of that. Ex- oh no, she has not used that extra gem. And she hasn't used the extra command spell. And she hasn't used the extra command spell. So it's really it's. She's a it's, little bit better off. She still uh, wasted a command spell and a pendant. Uh, equivalent exchange, Ben. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Rin did not use a command spell, so Shiro had to. Yes. <laughs> Shiro recognizes Archer and then also catches uh, Rin behind him and is like, oh shit, I have to stop this from happening. Mm-hmm. And that's and then he uh, tells her to stop. Rin is even cockier in this scene, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is very fun. Rin is very fun. I like Rin. Um... 
Let's see. My theory on why she's not as gay in this route is because she didn't have the, like, gay awakening experience of having Saber hold a sword to her throat in the moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> is... Okay. Yeah. Anyway. What? It's fine. I... Well, say what you're gonna say. This is the thing of, like, me, last episode. I really hate it when people sell things as, as queer that uh -huh. aren't textually. Um, and yet, also, uh, I don't yeah um you would never say fate stay night is a groundbreaking work of queer literature no <laughs> no certainly not no it's got some fun queerish stuff in it and it's got some like later fate stuff it's got some fun gender in it yeah but like it's not written by queer people as far as we know no. and so it can only ever be so much queer yeah. stuff is but not i just focus at all on any of this no, no. I more mean though like there are two ways you can read Rin. One mm -hmm. is, oh ha ha ha, you have a crush on Shiro. Mm -hmm. And the other is uh you've never had a friend in your life before and you're really excited to have a friend. Yeah, uh-huh. Um Yeah, that's that's always what she's read as to me, but it's they're I, really playing up the crush now. Yeah. In the in Unlimited Blade Works. It's really like transitioned into crushing. I still it's supposed that they just use blushing sprites a lot more, and she does the, like, Sundire, like, throw her head back thing way yeah, more it, often. It feels kind of, like, forced input in there of just, like, this is the girl this route. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting thing, think, again, with Tsukihime, is it every girl has a reason to be into you, you know what I mean? And you can, like, feel that energy by the time their route starts. Uh -huh. With Rin, I just never really got it. So, yeah, I have a specific read for it, but that... that will come up at the wrap-up, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, yeah, just one more thing. One more thing. I've completely forgotten. It. <laughs> <laughs> About Rin being gay or not? Right, right, sexuality. Right. I was going to say, uh, Shiro certainly has, like... It's, it's very funny, because Shiro is definitely, like... Oh right, Rin. I have a crush on her. Yeah, <laughs> I said that last route and didn't really it came up a couple times, but it never show really, it at all. Yeah. Uh, and it sure does come up a lot this route, yeah. even yep. so far. I did more. I read that is more, and like part of this is we just don't have access to Rin's internal monologue. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she's such a fun internal monologue. Yeah, I did like when she gets up and says good evening. Just the music cutting out. Mm hmm. <laughs> So let's see. She's acting. Uh, very. She seems very bad. Still in this scene, she tells Archer to back off and go into spirit form so she can talk to Shiro. Um, she see. She she trusts Shiro immediately. I think because he wasted a whole command spell for this. You mm -hmm. know what I mean. And so a lot of this is the same. She's she's as cranky as she was last time, but she gives Shiro advice and brings him to the church. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. Uh, oh, she's doing a much worse job of covering up that she's the one who saved his life with the pendant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. I, I, Shiro never figured that out last route, it feels like. Mm -hmm. And here she just immediately slips up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. We go to the church again. Um, the church is basically the same. The church is basically the same. Oh, we do not get the option to uh relinquish the command spell and end the fight yeah uh because we are already on the path to unlimited blade works or we're already on unlimited blade works yep so we can't get that bad end here 
Saber and Shiro shake hands outside of the <laughs> church. It could have saved them a lot of trouble if they just if Saber just peeked her head inside and saw Kotamine. <laughs> ben, your line here of lol, 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 the church used to be an orphanage, you know. I remember, yeah. Uh-huh. I remember saying back when that first line first came up, I remember being like, oh, this sounds like a Resident Evil location. And it really, really <laughs> is. That's so funny. I totally forgot. Fuck. <laughs> um, could be a Resident Evil villain. I could see him, like, bursting into, like, yeah. a pile of, go- like, flesh. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Rin is not going to collaborate with Shiro is where we're at. She's like, I'm, I'm helping you tonight because I feel bad. Uh, and I feel like I owe you something since you did not have to let Saber kill me. Yeah. Uh, she definitely doesn't have a crush or anything at all. She definitely doesn't even like him. Uh, Archer teases her about this a lot. Yeah, I did not get this impression, but what? that Rin has a crush. But... Archer's teasing her about it and she like reacts like, yeah. no, I don't. That's definitely where they're going with it, Fen. That's the intent, okay. at least. I mean, Fen, Fen, it is the Rin Shiro romance route. Of course that's where it's going. Of course that's no, what they're I, trying to sell you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're very adamant about Rin being a lesbian and this being a huge mistake, and she's going to come out in ten years and divorce Shiro. <laughs> <laughs> I de- that's definitely the energy I get from them. They're the they're the couple who got together in high school that like really should not have. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. I guess it's like I am. Part of this is also that I'm bringing later in the route stuff uh-huh. to this, but like, I really maybe it is okay. Maybe it is a crush that then turns into, oh right, I can just be friends with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so Rin's like, okay, I helped you. I'm going to go. I have other stuff to do. I'm going to go kill someone else to work off the frustration of not being able to kill you (laughs) right now. Yep. Uh, But they are interrupted by everyone's little favorite purple girl. Ilya. Ilya's back. Ilya, I don't think she's a very compelling villain, but, you know, she's hanging out. Even less so this route so far her cutesy sprites are good Mm -hmm. Uh, every shot of her with berserker like 12 feet tall behind her is very funny yeah uh-huh yeah like the interesting stuff for her at least for me is has nothing to do with her being a threat with berserker it's just like what the hell is going on with you girl Uh uh-huh uh-huh have you watched seen the heaven oh i guess you read this i've read read it i've watched all of it i yep okay so you know more about Heaven's Feel than I do. Yeah, certainly. so... Uh, like I, I know that there's good Ilya stuff in there. Yes. That's about it. With my uh, bad reading of the visual novel that first time through, I went through and just kept craving, and that didn't sate the Tsukihime itch. I mm-hmm, just kept mm-hmm. looking up more and more Nasu-adjacent stuff. So that's part mm-hmm. of why I'm one of the ones that has read, read and watched the Cursed thing, Cursed series, which... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you talking Prisma yep. Ilya? which the the more that i'm actually reading the visual novel the more i'm realizing just like even the interesting stuff in prisma elia was lifted directly from here even if it's not a focus Uh like uh i guess spoilers that nobody might probably nobody will care about but hey if you do care about prisma elia jump ahead like 30 seconds but uh in the fate route they mention like a jar full of curses 
which I think is a reference to Pandora's box, which uh, is supposed to be Pithos, uh-huh. which is a jar. And that is like one of the main focuses on one of the later arcs in Prisma Elia. Okay. Which is where it kind of gets interesting, but it's still just more fate. And like the more that I'm seeing this, it's like, oh, it's just lifted straight from this. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're still not doing Prisma yeah, Elia. <laughs> Prisma Elia is in the most recent fate event, and she's been fairly inoffensive, but she's really. It's. Don't. It's not worth it. We don't need to. Yeah, we got plenty of fate. So, notable here, we don't get Hercules' name, we don't get who he is. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's notable because it'll be a plot point later. If it's just because it's not just not going to come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Saber uh, whoops a lot more ass in this fight. Yeah. Much like Arcarid, this is the thing: is that every girl is the strongest in their every route besides their own, except for probably Sakura. To be fair, this is also not on a clear street. Uh huh. In a graveyard. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah, but she doesn't even get hurt that bad during the fight before they move to the graveyard, you know what I mean? Right. She never gets that big hit. But probably because she didn't fight Archer, I guess. Um, but it's very it's very like Arcoid is way more powerful in the CL route, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, let's see. Archer shoots... <laughs> berserker 10 times in the head to no effect which is very funny this is reminiscent of shiro uh with his bow yeah in the day 11 what a great fight. frustrating enemy just to like nail the fps headshot every time and just immune immune, immune. <laughs> i'm just picturing the best thing in like video games when just those arrows are there and eventually despawn so just Hercules or Berserker uh-huh. walking around with just a cluster like of arrows in his head, just like all right. I think he's a Dark Souls character, yep. and like one of those big, like oh, uh, God, the great bow <laughs> arrows, huge great arrows are yep. sticking out of his head. <laughs> uh, that one, uh, un- like horrible rooftop section of Honor Londo, and the look, the yep. all of the enemies drawing their great bow, and Heracles just bounding down the rooftop at them. <laughs> Uh, Rin also casts some spells that do nothing to him. Uh, let's see. Saber gets punted into that graveyard. That's how she ends up there. Although, it was a, it was a strategic punting. She, like, set up which direction she would be punted in for maximum strategic effectiveness. Uh, and Rin is going to run with Archer, uh, to the graveyard to keep fighting Berserker and tells Shiro to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. We get a choice to stay put where we are, to follow them, or to run away. I don't know what stay put does, but running away is our first bad end. We want to talk about that? Yeah. Sure. I think stay put. Tiger Dojo 15. Does stay put also? Uh, there's another option that you can either, you either head to the graveyard or if you don't go, okay. then it's the same. Shiro makes a break for it, being like, they could probably kill that guy. That's fine. Um, he makes it home. There's ominous music playing. He's just kind of hanging out. There's a weird detail where he's like, he notices that there's a bunch of broken glass on the ground uh, from when she, uh, Rin fixed the window magically. And he's like, where'd you get the extra glass uh-huh. to like repair that window? Hmm. Good question. Does that come up? No, I don't think so. Eh. Um, Not as far as I remember, at least. He's skulking around, being like, ah, fuck. Maybe I fucked up. Uh, then his command spell goes dark. So, 
Fen, we talked about how command spells work and how you still have them even if your servant dies. Is it that they like deactivate when you don't have an active servant? I guess. And like they still exist, but they're... Yeah, that would make the scene with Caster make a little more sense. Last route where... They uh, feed off of his hand, though. Yeah. Yeah, because you're supposed to be able to go off and make another contract with your yeah, existing you definitely command can. spells. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Shira's like, uh-oh, I can probably still make it in time to stop. <laughs> so and then thought. gets stabbed in the heart, uh, presumably by Ku, because he loves stabbing hearts. That yep. guy loves that shit. It's like his entire but thing. that's it. Dead end. Uh, the only difference between Ilya uh, or uh, Taiga Dojo 1.0 and 2.0 is 2.0 opens with a huge tiger face roaring at us uh-huh. and then <laughs> goes straight back into Taiga Dojo. Oh, and also the little calligraphy saber has been replaced by the like by a little calligraphy rin, which is just five strokes vaguely in the shape of a rin. It's very, <laughs> it's, it's very funny. Wait, one sec. I did not notice that it was a little calligraphy saver. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, like the the like board above them, uh, which normally has like some quote or like saying written on it, has a little uh, sloppy calligraphy saver. Yeah. I don't think I have a picture of it, but it's very cute. Yeah, the web version looks like it has saver up there still. I wonder if they just reused uh... the background file. Oh, yeah, there's a little saber right there. Okay, good. I pulled up the game so that I could. It's cute, isn't it? Yeah. So, let's see. Uh, Ilya and Taiga go back and forth about uh, Taiga Dojo 2.0. Rin with the little cigarette is driving around in her little car in the (laughs) background. It's very funny. Uh, oh right! It w- oh. I know it was Ku who killed him because while there is no sprite, the voice lines are Ku <laughs> saying the thing, and like uh-huh. the, yeah, so you know who it is. That's a funny thing to like throw in. Like, why didn't they just leave that part unvoiced if they wanted it to be ambiguous? But I guess it doesn't really matter. Bam! What the writing also changes. There are two scrolls with something written on them under. Ah, uh, the Rin thing. And oh. those also change. Oh. I don't know what's written on them, but... That's very interesting. I'm curious. Uh, let's see. Oh, we get another interesting bit where Taika asks if Ilya is as strong a mage as uh, Rin, and uh, Ilya's like, I'm not technically a mage. Mm-hmm. She's born with magic power. She did not learn magic like Rin. Mm. I guess Rin also learned, but... Or Rin also has magic circuits from birth, but it's not an instinct thing to use them. Yeah. And Ilya's like, ah, oh, we'll get we'll get more stuff about me later, though. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. Back to business. Real quick. Yes. Two things before we get really back. Two things that I noted down that I forgot to mention. Um. Uh. Actually, three. One is Archer wearing a red coat because Rin does. Well, maybe that's why she summoned him, because since she didn't have a catalyst, is that he's also an appreciator of red coats. Okay. Uh, two. Can't remember if this is on the fate route, but uh, Rin refers to uh, Saber as a monster at one point, and mm. she was like, "Oh, I wish she wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, 
three when they're on their way to the church. Um, it's interesting that Shinto, the Shinto, literally town. using the kanji for new town, mm. um, is both more modern because it has the business district and it also has all of the old houses. Oh. Um, Does it? I thought all the old houses were with... Um... Uh, Shira refers to... Is like, oh yeah, those those um, old houses are like the oldest thing here. Oh. They're all foreign. No, that's on that's on their, their side of the river. Yeah. That's with Rin. Yeah. That's on the other side. No. No, it's not. You sure? Positive. Because Rin lives down the street from him. Not over the river. Yep. Yeah. I think... Okay. Yeah, no, you're totally wrong. Because they're going to the church. Yes. Which is which was in the middle of a old residential district. Okay. So that side of But the that's river... not where Rin's house is. No. no. I'm not but, talking about Rin's house. So okay. yeah, that side of the river is the part that burned down, so it had some sort of residential district. So I'd imagine there's old housing there. It's just that the area okay. that burned down has turned into a yes. uh, shopping okay. district. And yeah. a uh, industrial district. Right. Okay, you threw me there for a minute. Because there is a bunch of old houses on uh, Shiro and Rin's side of the river. Yeah. But I'm guessing... And there are even older Shinto houses. Shinto must have been, like, even... But most of that's gone now. Most so, of it burned down. Well, so, yeah. The note I have written down is that it is both more modern and older. Okay. Is the, the thing that Shiro says. Uh, also, just one more second uh, for our boy Kotamine. I love him. Shout out to Kotamine. <laughs> He's so evil. Ugh. It ruled. Like, rereading this scene, I was kind of skimming it because I was like, this is all the same. It's fine. Um, <laughs> He's such a bastard to Shiro. It's so funny. It's so fun how he manipulates Shiro. Of like, oh yeah, he knows exactly yep. what he needs to say. He's that loser like a fiddle. Um, I love the voice actor. I. For him. I yeah, he's got a great voice actor. Yeah. His performance oh, yeah. is good. Was it, he um, also voiced, uh, was it Chaos? But he also voices one of the villains in Kara no Kyokai. Mm. Okay, we can, we can continue. Uh, Shiro ends up chasing after them into the graveyard. Uh, I remember this fight from the Unlimited Blade Works anime. Unlimited Blade Works anime stuff is starting to flow back into my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a cool CG, Saber and Berserker fighting. Um, Saber is doing the trick that you use for the Gascoigne fight in Bloodborne, where you get the <laughs> boss stuck on <laughs> gravestones, and then you get cheap shots in and then get away from him. And then he transforms and destroys the gravestones, and yeah, it's pretty much exactly uh-huh. that fight. Yeah. Yep. So, it's so funny, uh, having, having read, uh, having more familiarity with Arthurian stuff now... Yeah, how much Saber is not an Arthurian knight at all? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, again, I I said a little bit of this in our last episode, which is way too long, and I'm sorry, everyone, for just talking all the time. Um, people, anyone listening to this, this is here for us <laughs> talking for a long time, then. Um, but uh, the thing that I was going to say was, um, like. Arthurian fighting, knights fighting is all about just enduring the other guy's blows mm-hmm. and hitting back hard as hard or harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and Saber does not do that, like w- which is like fair. Yeah, of course you wouldn't against Berserker, uh-huh. but it's like where did she learn all of this? Because <laughs> it sure wasn't while she was alive. 
Um, See, when they gave her the memories for the current era, she learned what anime was, and... <laughs> My favorite part of you talking about uh, Lamar to Arthur is you just being like, it just has every anime trope in it already. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most shonen thing just from, the, from the 14th century I've ever read. <laughs> you haven't read a lot of 14th century work. So what you're saying is anime um, is timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Anime is a state of mind. I rather what showing. I'm saying is boring ass fight scenes are timeless. <laughs> that Mordred bit though, that was sick. Okay, that that is the sickest fight in like the entire thing because most of them are just ah yes, and he did great. The king with a hundred knights came with one hundred knights. Did I say last episode that there are multiple passages that are like half a page long that are just. And this guy brought this yes, many knights. You absolutely this said this. this. You're doing knights. the thing that the book does. I'm sorry. No, you're you're great. You're doing you're great. You're being true to the source. <laughs> I should probably get around to reading Epic of Gilgamesh for this route. Yeah, probably. Got a real read about my good friend Bilgames <laughs> and all of the gay sex he has with Enkidu. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey. For future stuff. Yeah. If anyone has any recommendations for like like a more in depth than a like Buddhism one oh one, but mm-hmm. like not like oh yes, here are uh here are here's a list of like fifty different Buddhist texts that you should like work your way through. Mm-hmm. Um I would love that because mm. uh we get we get like hints of it in Skihime and like as we said, it's kind of towards the end of the last route and our wrap up certainly mm-hmm. is like this is definitely a work written by someone who culturally is Buddhist, mm-hmm. but I've heard that we're in for way more of that going forward, and I would like to have... Mm. I have, like, some basic understanding of, of some of the tenets of Buddhism, but mm-hmm. it would be nice to have a better perspective on all that. At this point, most of my knowledge of Buddhism comes from, besides what I'm getting from this and Land of the Lustrous, is from St. Young Men, <laughs> in which the Buddha is <laughs> hanging out in a shitty apartment with jesus christ <laughs> if i didn't say it during that pretty funny manga. uh i meant to end that with please send them in oh yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. i checked that out too yeah i was raised catholic i could use other religions in my life yes i was raised i don't know how my parents identify i went to i went to church for a while and then when i was a teen i think that both of my parents were more buddhist than not mm-hmm. but i wasn't like heavily heavy catholic raising but we definitely went to a catholic ass church and i went to sunday school i mean and both of that. both of us grew up in the u.s which is at, at the very least extremely christian oh yeah culturally culturally and it's bad it's yeah. bad here anyway uh berserker's not really taking damage but rin's still like ah, we're winning <laughs> which yep. is pretty funny um yeah, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, can they just, will his protection stop working at some point because he runs out of magical energy? No. Does Ilya ever run out of magical energy? They said already that his protection is just his muscles. His muscles are too big. But his manifestation is could be unstable if he runs out of magical energy. Yeah, but his protection doesn't, like, take active energy. It's just his muscles being huge. <laughs> But it's a magic effect that nullifies ranked attacks. It's not. So what I'm saying is it's not a magic effect. Mm -hmm. It is just physics that his muscles are so big 
that so stupid. (laughs) It seems like if they can't hurt him, the only way to kill him is to have his have Alia run out of energy to keep maintaining him. But like, can she just use the Grail? Since she is the Grail, does she have an infinite well of magical energy for him? I don't think so. But well, they got to figure out a way to kill him this route. Yeah. I mean, we had this fright of her, like, her entire body being a command spell, and we know those are full of magic. That's true. They are full of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Saber is doing so good in this fight that it cured Shiro's sexism. <laughs> <laughs> we get a better reason for Shiro not being sexist in a few minutes, but uh-huh. yeah. It's that he remembers last route and is, like, buttoning through all the sexism chat. Again, we get a better reason <laughs> in a few minutes, but... I'm so enamored with a she- uh, Saber, like, lining herself up to get kickballed into this graveyard. It's uh-huh. so funny to me. Did this fight take place on the other side of the bridge last time? Was that why she yeah. couldn't do this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... They knock Berserker over for a second. Uh, there's a cool, like, zoom out to Archer, like, a mile away or something like that, aiming a bow. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, that's a very cool moment. And uh, what is he using for arrows? Wait. Wait I don't it, think we get to see it until after he shoots it, right? I could see it. Or is it I could in the see it in his fucking hand. It's in the CG. He's got a fucking sword <laughs> in his hand, and he's shooting it like a damn arrow. <laughs> he's doing something big to try and kill berserker and saver at the same time which is Mm -hmm. very funny very pragmatic guy yeah um so we get the choice to either call saber to saber to get out of there or to run over and grab her and pull her out because she's still trying to (laughs) she's still like whacking her sword into the back of berserker's head (laughs) ineffectually so uh well the scene is not incredibly different. Mm-hmm. In one, Chiro just stays where he is and says, Saber, come here. <laughs> and then the other, he runs and grabs her hand and runs away with uh-huh. her. Uh, there are actually two scenes further on that are slightly different. Oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. Yeah. Within this? Yes, within okay. this five-day window. Call, call that out when it happens. Yes, I, I just I just drag Saber back. Same. I think that is, that is the better option uh-huh. in terms of the scenes that you see uh let's see uh it go the the sword goes off like a bomb with a mm-hmm. berserker in the center the whole graveyard is on fire there's a fun bit of berserkers like uh yeah cool you're shooting another arrow or Ilya. well no is it, Ilya? It a, you said berserker it mentions with yeah. berserker like he's gotten used to ignoring oh. the arrows and so he's yeah, a delayed right, response okay. to this other thing coming yeah yeah uh-huh uh-huh no, this one's a sword. <laughs> Whole different thing. Uh, so yeah, everything's on fire. We see the arrow on the ground. It's like a gold and blue and silver sword it, that's kind of twisted. It kind of looked like a corrupted Caliburn to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like Caliburn except for the blade as a spiral. Yeah. It's um, Fergus McRoth's, uh sword, but altered is what the weapons log says. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, you know, he's got the big spiral sword. Yeah. It looks totally different when he's actually a fake character. Yeah. Um, so it it uh, vanishes. Shiro really doesn't like it. He gets like a negative reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Berserker's still alive. 
Oh, they call, they say that that must be, uh, this, this thing with noble phantasms both being a finishing move and a weapon is, mm-hmm. is still like, a, it's a fun blurriness because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, that must have been Archer's noble phantasm, but he wasted it. He destroyed it. It's like a single use noble phantasm. How does that make sense? I think the thing there is, mm-hmm. oh, he had a noble phantasm. Yes. That he could have used normally mm-hmm. and instead decided to, to fire it like a missile. Uh-huh. But of course, that's not what's, what's happening. Yeah. He like, definitely didn't. In the Rin route, her servant did not use his only noble phantasm as a as a single use. Yeah, they, they make a point of saying just like the noble phantasm is the same thing as their identity. So he yeah. effectively like is almost blowing himself up, like not like his own uh-huh. body, but just like nobody would do that. It, it makes no sense. Yeah. And also, it's it's some Irish guy's sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why does he have it? Maybe he's Irish. Maybe he could be. They thought he might be a, a British knight. Maybe he's Irish. He has the same kind of outfit as Koo, but he's probably not Fergus McRoth. <laughs> That's just because you know who Fergus McRoth is. Shiro's magic ability of just being able to recognize Koo would have recognized him. Yes, yes. It's a very funny bit where Shiro can just name every sword he sees. Uh-huh. <laughs> Except for uh, Aya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Shiro looks in Archer's direction and Archer's giving him a smug like, <laughs> sucker, look. <laughs> um, Ilya is impressed at, with Archer, if completely un- unfazed by this. Mm-hmm. And is like, okay, we're going to get out of here and now I think Archer is worth... Uh, me being interested in too not just saber mm-hmm. uh let's see there's a great uh shiro ha like shielded saber with his body and so he's got like debris in his back and he's doing this like fun, uh seeing double thing this is a great sprite of like <laughs> multiple sabers uh-huh and there, like he he mentioned that that it feels like when he creates his magic circuit. So like it's it's a fun little playing with audience expectations there. Just mm-hmm. like it's like he's activating his magic circuit. Oh no, he just has a piece of metal there. Like it is actually metal. A piece this of time. metal in his back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Which I guess he knew what uh, that felt like before he felt it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Do you have this frame of reference, Shiro? So I think yeah, he doesn't. It's his description of if you just call out to Saber. Uh huh. He gets a piece of metal on his back, but. It seems like it's just smaller or less Small. substantial. Uh, Saber notices that he has a healing factor, but does not put together the whole Avalon thing. He does not, in fact, have a healing factor. If no. You, if you choose to call out to her, because it's uh, a smaller thing. Uh, uh, Rin's like, hey, we're going to get like cops here in a few minutes, so we should get out of here. Shiro faints. Saber or Rin carries him home. And then we get an anime OP. Mm-hmm. I had to the anime OP last route I think broke my game and I had to get it out uh, for it to play but I was able to watch this whole OP there was one thing in the OP that flashed by and like god I hate the other hair that Archer has <laughs> every now and then and it just shows by real quick in the OP I'm just like that looks his wrong. hair d- being down uh, it it's kind of spikier ah okay okay it just doesn't look right like I like Archer a lot, and just, you change that hair about him, like, I want nothing to do with you now. I don't know why. <laughs> just a visceral negative yep. reaction. Just, just to, like, looks disgusting now. Naruto-haired. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Naruto-hair is a good way. 
Uh, okay, let's see. Um, it is, it, the f- the thing that stood out to me uh, of, in this OP was, like, it features everyone doing something cool, except Sakura, like, gets one shot of her looking sad out a window, like she's fucking Kohaku. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh-huh. Or Sakura and Kohaku. Uh-huh. At least they got routes. Yeah, yeah. At least he is only like mid-level traumatized. Uh, let's see. We're on to day four. Ben, do you want to read this day title? February 3rd, one day, I, 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 one day, three, one day, three, four, one day, three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the, you mentioned this before that we didn't get one day, three until a later route. Did I? I think so. I think so. This is, there's a different name for um the fate route day. For sure. There's. But I don't think we get a one day, three in fate. Wait, is day two? No, right. Huh? Why would I? What? What? You've confused me now. <laughs> I think it's something else. I think it's like eclipse or something, or eclipse. Because we get one day one and one day two. Yes. And... We did not get one day three before. I'm pretty oh, sure it's, you moonli- it's it's day fourteen. It's moonlight one, uh, and we don't get moonlight two. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, let's see. Oh, I like uh, on the day title screen. Uh, I did not realize for the first three days above the title, it says Fate's Day Night. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize during the Fate route that it shortened to Fate at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And now it says Unlimited Blade Works. That's a mm-hmm. nice touch. Uh, I like Heaven's Feel the most of the three route names. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it sounds the coolest. Uh, let's see... Shiro's having a dream in like a uh, about a dirty graveyard full of keyblades. Um, they're not actually keyblades, but this is very. This reminds me of the keyblade graveyard from mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts. I mean, it's just a sword, like sword sticking out of a place. But you know, we all have our touchstones. I did like that the hilts uh, are at least different on most of them too. Like, uh huh, yeah, they're all different swords. Uh, he wakes up. Uh, and then Rin is right there. Mm. Rin is nursing him this time. Mm. Oh my god, girl in room. Girl in room? Tosaka Rin? <laughs> in my room? <laughs> um, He's like, what's happening? And she's like, okay, calm the fuck down. Uh, yeah, she only came because she, again, felt guilty about uh, leaving him. And was like, okay, I'm going to come, I'm going to take care of him, then I'm going to leave, and the next time I see him, I'm going to fucking kill him. Well, yeah, she felt like she owed him a debt. Yes. Because. It does feel everyone around her is very like, do you really? Is that really how you feel? And she's like, puh, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. They're really, the Sundire bit is really being played up at the beginning of this route is what I think. Yes. I'm with you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fen wants to argue with me, but Fen, you... You have very strong feelings about this later in the route, yes? Yeah. So I, you can fight me on We'll talk about it later, yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, let's see, let's see. He thanks her for everything, and she's like, dude, stop. I'm gonna kill you if you don't keep doing this. Or if you keep doing this. You have to treat me not as a human being and be ready to kill me next time you see me, or you're gonna get killed. He's like, well, yeah, I get that, but then why didn't you just kill me in my sleep? And then she's doing the, like... She says this really weird line a bunch at the beginning here, where she says it's flab on my mind. Mm-hmm. Is this just a saying in J- Japanese? Because Shiro doesn't seem to... He thinks it's a weird turn of phrase, too. Literally no idea. She yeah. never said it in the first route, but she says it a lot here, and it just seems to be teeing herself up for, like, fat jokes. And, like, the fat jokes keep happening, too. Like, it's... Or at least... Happens at least in these next two days a couple of times, and it's just like, I... Uh... How... Fat jokes on anime girls who weigh, like, 30 pounds is always so baffling to me. Uh-huh. Like, what? What? Like, fat jokes in general, not funny. I'm fat. I don't find them very funny. Unless it's a fat person making the joke, then it can be funny. <laughs> Sometimes. Very, very, very rare in anime. And, yeah. Uh-huh. The fat joke sucked. I did like her response, though, at least with the way the all the effects of it just going red and the fire just uh-huh. her raging at him, which like is about how I felt yeah, with there yeah. being fat joke. So, angry Rin is funny. Uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised here that Rin was not willing to like team up to fight Berserker. You know what I mean? But she mm-hmm. seems very. She wants to prove to herself that she can stand against Shiro and not just cave. Hmm. I'm sure that'll work Same out. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sure goes to talk to Saber. Rin leaves. Um, Saber has her, her classic outfit on. Rin gave her some clothes. She's meditating again. Uh, let's see. She scolds him. Oh, is this where the, the thing is that's different? Because uh, in the dojo, she scolded uh, my Shiro for jumping into danger. Yes. So this is the main scene that changes. Um, later on, after uh, or Shiro gets injured later on, and it's just Rin saying, oh, you healing has happened once before. That's the main difference. Um, this is the main scene that changes. It's way shorter and uh, way less in opposition to... Um, fate route um if you if shiro just calls out to saber and doesn't Mm. go and save her um since since shiro didn't put himself in danger he doesn't get to apologize for making a mistake Mm -hmm. and doesn't say oh i won't do it again no which is like polar opposite of shiro from fate Uh uh-huh who was like no actually i'm gonna keep protecting you yeah this is so, this scene is, reads so funny to me though i got the one where she like she basically lists every single kind of behavior he features around her in the fate route and he just is like goes down the list like no 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 i respect you i respect you as a human being not just a woman etc 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 i would never get in your way i trust you as a partner and it's so it felt in tsukihime like shiki was kind of building up personality from the different roots right Mm -hmm. but here it felt so much of like shiro's on new game plus it was a little weird to me so the difference is is that on this route karitsugu told him to be selfish Mm -hmm. and that fundamentally changes his outlook okay i was gonna say it seemed like Mm -hmm. the well no it did have me play the karitsugu 
scene again back on the second day. So it is actually mm-hmm. a little different between the two. I think that the one on the second day is the same, I believe. Um, but here he says at some point, like, Kuritsugu told me to be, be selfish to become a superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, again, just is like, oh, yeah, that is what he needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Because Fate Route Shiro believes that he's supposed to be selfless uh-huh. and sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. And this Route Shiro is like, oh, no, actually, I can be human. Mm-hmm. I am relieved that Shiro is not going to be doing the same level of extremely grating behavior towards uh, Saber specifically. It's just very funny. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, there is a reason that Shiro Uh is very different Uh from... Uh, It is funny when you do a route or like do a choice in in a route or in the game where it changes something that happened years and years and years and years before the game began yes like yeah two arc read endings and also it makes sense you you do need that to make shiro a different person yeah shiro's not going to win me over with this this though no i'm just like i i literally wrote that down being like ben's not gonna note this down huh (laughs) I look forward to. I didn't even notice. One day playing Higurashi I didn't even notice Neko. the difference. <laughs> one day we will play Neko. I just like it is interesting because it is like, oh, right, there's a reason. It is not just, oh, Shiro knows mm-hmm. all the things he did wrong last route. Uh, like it is, oh, yeah, he. They give some sort of larger. Out, he is a different it. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I like that. I, I didn't notice it because it's like a line somewhere i didn't remember what kiritsugu said he does the first time, he but, does keep coming back to it yeah i'm sure but part of what is funny about this is that is the way in which saber is like expecting him to be a sexist shithead and like listing off all the things that he's not going to do now i mean i'm just saying it's just a funny way of presenting this spoilers like, for zero i guess but like what she's doing is listing kiritsugu behavior uh-huh, uh-huh. and saying I sure hope you're not like the last guy who was your dad. <laughs> um, it's just a funny presentation to me. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Okay. You, you can have reasons for every single thing that happens in this, but sometimes it's just a goofy scene also. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Da-da-da-da. We get kind of, Shiro get uh, Saber does an abridged explanation of all of the million like lore things we need to know about how Holy Grail wars work. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, it's a little shorter than and less detailed than Rin's. For, <laughs> I do. I noticed here where how short the word they use for noble phantasm is in uh, Japanese. And that's very funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's what is it like Hogu or Hoku or something like that. It's like four letters oh. versus noble phantasm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, instead of a diegetic stat book this time, Shiro is just going to be visualizing a stat book. Which it's is funny. incredibly funny because what uh, what Saber says is it's unique to like how you conceptualize this is unique to you. Mm-hmm. It's something that's easy for you to understand, which makes Shiro canonically a gamer. And that probably explains all the misogyny. <laughs> Shiro's a tabletop gamer. Uh-huh. Shiro, I'm, I'm like, okay, I could get behind Shiro being a tabletop gamer, and then like, he only plays D and D. He's like 
other games are so much work to learn. Like, I already have... And they're so expensive. I already have $1,000 worth of D&D source books. Why would I ever buy a $5 indie game on it? It just stays on like 3.0 or whatever it was in the 90s and never moves forward. Um, Although the thing about that is also everyone else also uses letter rankings for stats. Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of what everyone does. Maybe everyone's tabletop gamers. Uh Uh-huh. Could you buy... Def- by mentally defining things differently, could you cheat the stats in some way <laughs> <laughs> to hurt Berserker with a lower rank attack than normal? That would be very funny. So is your that's... stat book imposing on the reality of the world? That That's the kind of thing that, that, that fate could do. That is absolutely a fate thing, yep. Uh, let's see. Shiro's being a lot nicer to Saber um saber gives him an eerie warning about um what's the eerie warning uh okay oh so saber says um or they have a conversation about why they're fighting for the grail yes um she was like i don't actually want it but i want to keep it away from everyone else and also hey i'm your partner i'm gonna fight for it for you Mm -hmm. um and saber's like okay what if i didn't want the grail Mm-hmm. And he thinks to himself, damn, in that case, all my premises fall apart. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he says, I've already I've already said uh, I'm going to fight for it. So I'm going to fight for it. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't yeah. like this, right? She's and like, then Saber says something something about like, you are going to regret it in the future. Uh-huh. If you if you pursue this path, you're going to regret it. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Um, don't use your wish on other people, fan. Yeah. Uh, everyone told Sayaka that, and Sayaka did not listen. It's almost like Gen Urobochi and Kinoko Nasu are friends. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. uh, oh, right. So we get the th- now we can ac- access the weapon log again. Uh, that sword is called uh, Kalidbog. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, oh, it's Fergus McRoy, mm-hmm. not Roth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently. <laughs> This is an extremely funny detail. If someone from Ulster uses this sword, Ku is, like, spiritually driven to take a dive. <laughs> for whoever's holding the sword, as long as they're from Ulster. He has to lose the, the first fight he has against that person. <laughs> That's very funny. Oh, so if uh, Archer was from Ulster, uh, he should have saved that one for Ku. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, we also have now K- K- one of Ar- Archer's skills is clairvoyance. I don't think we ever knew that before. Mm-hmm. It explain it is why he can see so far. It's mm-hmm. not just seeing the future. I think his is too low ranked for him to actually see the future. Mm-hmm. But uh, he can like s- maybe see through solid objects with it. That's fun. Oh, also Berserker. We didn't get his identity yet, but it does say on his stat screen that he's the son of Zeus. <laughs> In explaining his divinity, That's so very funny. Little bit of a tell. Next up, uh, Shiro still not been given Saber's name, but he knows about her other limitations. She can restore a little bit of magical energy from food, apparently. That's why she's eating so much. That's why she's eating so much, not just because she enjoys eating, mm-hmm. but also. Yeah, okay, okay. She talks talks a little bit about how she can use her magical circuit to create magical energy. 
this is touched yeah. on in or this explains um mm-hmm. the replacement scene the first replacement scene mm-hmm. with um uh the dragon core yeah the starting the is, energy that is engine up. yeah so she can create magical energy but she but, needs some to create it like yeah she's yeah and she's using it very she uses her magical energy extremely quickly just keeping herself grounded too she yeah. needs more magical energy than she is capable of producing or else she's out of net fight. negative yes was- i think that she can just exist net at least neutral if not slightly positive i don't think i think she'll run out of juice eventually the scene with um the replacement scene says oh yeah yes shiro gives her a magical circuit or part of his magical circuit but uh uh, really what he's doing is restarting that engine yeah not uh like and later she has to cuddle him because it only really works when they're like pressed together uh-huh so yeah yeah if she didn't do any fighting she could probably hang on but like once the holy grail is no longer supplementing it, yeah she's it out. was interesting yeah. that she says that it kind of snowballs too the more magical energy she has the more she can produce but the less she has mm-hmm. the less yeah. she can produce so like as she's running low it takes longer and longer to recover or might yep. not out so she's really time. once again she's really in the worst possible situation with shiro mm-hmm Oh, <laughs> so Saber, I, I do like that Saber is a lot more open about her situation because Rin is not in the house, possibly spying on them. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh, Shiro orders Saber not to u- ever use her NP since it'll drain her too much. Uh, and then we get a call from Taiga, who is ordering lunch from Shiro like he's a delivery restaurant. <laughs> Uh, Shiro, a wimp, immediately is like, all right, what do you want? <laughs> uh, it's Saturday, right? To be fair, it's Sunday. Sunday. It's Sunday, right. Um, okay. To be fair, her dad does pay a bunch of his bills, so... She doesn't. <laughs> I'm sure... From the vibe I get from Taiga's family is that uh, I don't think they would care whether how Shiro treats her. Yeah, but Shiro cares. Yeah, that's true, that's true. God, Taiga, though. What? She's just... Anyway, Taiga is at school for the archery club. The archery club is having a session, uh, like an all-day training Mm -hmm. thing. So he's going to make food for her and then deliver it to the archery range. He tells Saber to watch the house. She says nothing in response and just kind of follows him. (laughs) It mirrors one of my favorite Tsukihime scenes of Ark and now Saber, just like Michael Myers-style stalking. As somebody's trying to <laughs> run away from them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's a the Arcoid scene is like so oh, fun. So this great. is good too. She's doing the pe- fucking Pepe Le Pew, like trotting after him <laughs> casually while he runs at full speed. Um, he tries to wave her off, but she she insists on coming with him because he's going to get himself killed. He's using that the same excuse from last time. She's a relative of Kiritsugu. She's come sightseeing, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, this is also this is an idea that someone else came up with last route. Sh- uh, Saber came up with it, but this route uh, Shiro came up with it first, mm-hmm. which is very funny. 
Saber at school. I love Saber at school. Yes. I wish that Arcweed got to be at school more. Wait, one sec. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Why? Because on the way to school uh, is when Saber says, oh, yeah, Ring gave me these clothes. Yeah. Uh, Why does Rian, one, have such femme clothing, and two, is blue and white in Saber's color scheme? It's weird. Well, she got the clothes from Kiritsuko. Or not from Kiritsuko. Jeez. Kotamine. Kotamine gave her those clothes. Right. But why would he give her clothes not in her colors? Her colors are like black and red. Do you think Kotamine gives a shit about Ring's colors? (laughs) That's true. But why... It's so incredibly funny to imagine Kotamine going to the mall and walking into a women's clothing store on his own, (laughs) looking for clothes to give to Rin just to piss her off. Give me that scene. Uh, I just want slice of life for all these characters. Always. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know if we're ever going to get slice of life Kotamine, but <laughs> it'll be very funny. Um, Shira's like, okay, Saber, you're blonde, so you can pretend to be a dumb foreigner if anyone tries to talk to you. So just pretend you don't speak English and kind of just sh- shrug at them like nervously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saber notices the bounded field, though she doesn't quite know what it is. Uh, the blood fort's still here. Uh, Saber seems to think that Rin is behind the weird energy at the school. Uh, she senses Rin's magical energy, and she seems she says that Rin must have set up a workshop at the school, which makes zero sense whatsoever, given that she has a like ley line home base mm-hmm. like ten minutes from here. I was assuming that was all tied to the blood fort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she also can't sense shinji of course because shinji has no magical energy of his own mm-hmm. uh ayako i like ayako it's nice to see her again yeah she greets shiro apparently taiga's like right on the edge of going off <laughs> uh so she's glad they were all going to like go to the store and like get food for her to calm her down usually um, mention is not a short walk no. Oh, there's a great bit where Ayako and him have this fun conversation for a little bit, and then Ayako leans in and, like, kind of, like, starts sweating, and she's like, what's up with that hot chick behind you? What the <laughs> fuck? Do you know her? I'm scared. Um, He gives his excuse. They go in. Taiga, uh, Taiga being team mom is entertaining to me, because she keeps doing this thing. She's like a mom from the 90s who says, yeah, go out, go play in the streets, whatever. Be back by uh, 10 o'clock. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. She keeps giving like reasonable advice that isn't what a t- teacher in an authority position should probably say. Like, uh-huh. oh, we're out of like hand chalk. Go steal some <laughs> just, like, <laughs> from the baseball team. Slightly over the edge, too, from like her being hungry. So like it, it's just like slightly too uh-huh. much of it. It's perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very, very funny. Uh, oh, Sakura has a good, like, shocked face uh, when she sees Shiro. It's such a heartbreaking moment, though. Sakura is overjoyed to see Shiro. She's so happy. She's about to ask, oh, did you come to see me? Uh Uh-huh. And then uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm bringing uh, food for Taiga. And she's like, did you come here for... And he's like, that's right, to bring Taiga dinner. And just like uh, the just difference between those two sprites of how hopeful and just how dejected she becomes. Just uh, poor Sakura. Oh, uh, It'll be your route soon enough. Sakura senses Saber behind uh, Shiro and is immediately suspicious of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is sweet uh, that he did 
Ayako comments on how big the lunchbox he brought is, but it's because he also brought lunch for Sakura. So yeah. one point in Shiro's favor. Didn't completely forget about his friend who cooks dinner with him every single day. Doesn't have a crush on him at all. No. Uh-huh. No, she's definitely... It's totally a one-sided thing. <laughs> no, it's just he kind of has a thing for her, and definitely not her. She just comes over to his house every single day for normal yeah. reasons. It's normal for girls. It's normal for girls. <laughs> It is unfortunately normal for girls to enter into a domestic relationship with a boy they barely know. <laughs> God, that stings. Uh. Let's see. Sakura asks him, please don't just drop the food and run. I, w- I want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. And he agrees. Um, <laughs> the whole club has started to like go feral because of <laughs> Saber's presence. And Ayako is trying to c- keep them calm. And Saber's just standing there being a spectacle without knowing what to do about it. To be fair, I would also go feral in such <laughs> presence. Shinji is absent. Yeah. Good. Good. We get a choice. This is a fun choice. Stay at the range, go to the student council to check on Issei, or show Saber around the school. Sorry, I did all Sakura. <laughs> Sorry, Sakura. See you later, We're sucker. immediately leave. Oh. I did stay at the range as my final one. I actually stay at the range for mine. Yeah, um, I did all three, though, so let's go. I also did all three. I think that the student council is the most interesting one. Yeah. But... Show Saber around. Uh, Saber wants to go around and see if anything, if uh, Shiro's going to, like, wing his head on any low tables or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe proof the place for him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first thing we do is go to the foggy Silent Hill forest out back of the archery range. It's so funny. Like we are going to get this forest again in in next day. Yeah, the next. Oh day. yeah, we just welcome um, to the first part of the school, the haunted forest. But it is very funny that it, like this is the first time you can see that forest background. Uh-huh. It's just like Shiro going around being like, yeah. Oh, and over here we have the the three hundred to six hundred square meter forest, which she immediately is like. Sure, that's too ambiguous. <laughs> that's such a big difference. Um, it's such a fun Saber is Saber uh Saber looks disappointed and also says, like, well, I didn't have any hope in the first place, so it's hard <laughs> to be disappointed. Yeah. Bring you to the ditch out back. Let's, let me show you the school. The gutters behind the school. <laughs> that forest feels like a place that people go to smooch. Yeah, definitely. But like uh, Shira has never heard of kissing. <laughs> no. So. Oh god. VTuber thing came to uh, mind. Yeah. Um, what VTuber? Shit. It's one of the Niji Sanji ones, and she was talking about how in high school uh, there was the blowjob tree. <laughs> and like they, they, it was so popular they literally had a girl at school dedicated to booking appointments at the blowjob tree. <laughs> <laughs> no. I gotta say, the giving tree is right there. <laughs> They're high schoolers. They don't know. Just say what it is. Uh, that's very. <laughs> but like, the best part is it just it's like permeated across like multiple groups of like, oh my god, this story that whoever told us, and uh-huh. so it just gets repeated. Anyway, very funny. Uh, let's see. Say uh, he shows Saber around the sports yard. Saber likes sports. Uh, she's interested in sports as a concept. Uh, 
I don't know what... Okay, Fen, what sport is she referencing here? I don't know. I was going to ask you two. Okay. She says that she's interested in a sport that she's seen. It's not tennis. It's And it's too big for the f- enormous sports field. A field that's big enough to play baseball and other sports. Yeah. She tried to play it once with a sword, but it got yelled at. My first thought was jousting, but like... Why would she do that with a sword? She has a lance. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, why would the school have jousting? It's she and she doesn't mention horses. Yeah. It's I have literally If you know what sport this is, if I'm being dumb and it is just jousting, just let me just let is us know. Cricket? Drop us an email. I was Is it cricket? Well, I think like she makes a reference to jousting. And then it's like, oh, yeah, and I wanted to play a sport, but I got yelled at when I tried with a sword. Is it jousting? Is it it cricket? Cricket's not that big a sport. You can play cricket on horses, I think. Um, This would be another, like, cricket is just inbred into the, like, British, like, blood. Because it was probably not around for King Arthur. Anyway, anyway, uh, we go to check out the halls and classrooms. Sabers are on the lookout for traps. Rin's magical energy is kind of all over the place, but not n- not at all in Shiro's classroom because they don't mm-hmm. go to the same class. And uh, yeah, nothing else. Uh, real quick, um, this scene is titled "Showing Around School: Do Not Play with the Sheath," which I assume is a reference to the. The bit where she says, "Oh yeah, I tried to play with a sword and got yelled at." But so it could be cricket. I you hit something off a post, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, uh, cricket. You have polo. Polo, polo is that. the polo is the horse thing that I'm thinking of, not cricket. I'm okay, doing... okay. Yeah. I was. I'm not good with sports, so polo. That makes sense. And cricket is probably just... the other one, too advanced <laughs> an advanced technique of cutting the so- the ball in half <laughs> if you have better ideas or like proof of what the sport is or nasu gave an interview or something where or if like, you just oh, want yeah, to pitch this. me on saber playing a particular sport i'm yeah. down for all of that please write just in just send fan fiction of crying rules actually at gmail.com so in carnival fantasy well, don't spoil future fates. Yes, stuff. don't. If don't. Saber if Saber plays basketball in Carnival Phantasm, I want to know when I see it on the screen. Mm-hmm. Let's go check out the student council instead. Yeah. Shiro wants to go hang out with Issei and not bring Saber. She immediately catches him. Um, and he heads to the student council room. Instead of Issei, there's Kuzuki. He's hanging out again. He gives Shiro the key so he can wait for for uh Issei and he's a little suspicious of Saber when he sees Saber Shiro gives this half-hearted excuse of like well she's thinking about transferring here so I wanted to show her around even though that's definitely against school rules just bringing someone from outside the school in without any permission and Kuzuki's like nah that makes sense to me man I don't really care I got other stuff to do uh and then there's this bizarre bit where Saber says that he's like a boring guy but has perfect breathing yeah 
Uh, He's definitely not a master. She talks in circles here. Yeah, a it's lot, like a really complicated scene. Like three times or something, where she's like, okay. Uh, she makes him out to be the so fucking suspicious here, while also saying, no, 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 it's nothing. It's really nothing. It's just like a weird thing that I'm obsessed with, which is people controlling their breathing, because I can't do it. Well, she says, like, he doesn't waste any movement. Uh-huh. Um, which is like, okay. And then she goes on a, on a thing about, like, okay... There are people who are, like, well-trained, and there are people who are just, like, born with this ability. With, like, and, perfect movement and breath. Yeah. and Which I, makes them basically a god? Yeah. Which means they can, like, go head-to-head with heroic spirits as a human? And despite saying, oh, Kazuki is, um... She says, uh, like, people like me who have just trained in fighting are jealous of people like him. Uh, and then Shiro's like, does that mean he was born with it? And she's like, no, 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 no. He just also trained. Well, uh, uh, it's such a weird scene to me. Yeah. Like, and, it and definitely like, sets up okay. there's something up with uh, Well, Kizuki. and Shiro says, okay, is he dangerous? And she's like, no, he's just, like, a normal, he's a perfect teacher. Yeah, she's like, no, no, I'm just being weird about it for personal reasons. Which is... It's so it's was such a hard so scene for me. Uh, Saber's very co- self conscious about her poor breathing habits, except that she makes it sound like she also is like close to his ability. Yeah, but she's self conscious about it still yeah. because she's oh she's like being hard on herself. I guess I don't know. Which is like okay, this is probably why he was a little weird around her mm-hmm. is because presumably he saw the same thing about her. Uh huh. Now, staying at the range is where I ended. Shiro's gonna hang out and watch. Taiga's like, hey, you can take a turn shooting if you want. And he's like, nah, it's okay. This is, it's worth, this is like all a retread of stuff that we saw last round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the stuff about archery being a way to kill yourself and like in order to just hit the target every single time you just have to pretend that you already did and then you do it every time and shiro's perfect at it and i don't like any of this i think archery is very cool uh but none of this really jives for me well it's like it's the thing of like oh this is specifically japanese archery Uh which is more a form of meditation Mm -hmm. than it is a sport Yes. yes i guess i just don't find Shiro to be the kind of person who is that at peace that he should be perfect at this to start. But so part yeah, of it I is that makes like, sense. he worked at it. Part of it, mm-hmm. I think, is also the idea of it being the killing the self and Shiro kind uh-huh. of has said before that he died back with the fire and he doesn't really have yeah. an identity and self uh-huh. sense of self. He's living somebody else's dream. So like that is manifesting out to him already achieving that like environmental state I, I don't know that's me kind of trying to reach for I will say, why it's there <laughs> i will say he didn't work at it he only missed once and it was on purpose yep. <laughs> he was perfect at it from the start do they say that yes, yes they, they say that he missed one time on purpose to see what it tried what it felt like <laughs> i mean like yes in high uh-huh. school uh-huh we don't know what he was like in middle school I mean, do we even know if he was in the archery club back then? Like, they make it sound like he picked up a bow and was just perfect. Perfect with it, Okay, I did not get that impression. Um, Yeah, I did think it was... I think it could be interesting. I just... Shiro seems like the kind of person who has so much inner turmoil. It's hard for me to, like, make the jump to... Well, 
And he's perfect at, like, the perfect art of meditation. You know what I so mean? So the thing is, later we get, oh, this is exactly magic. Mm-hmm. Well, he does like, say that here. But he's also bad at that. <laughs> he's good at he's good at the thing that overlaps with archery. And also Ten is going to defend everything that Shiro does to fair dying breath. With magic, like the weird thing with Shiro also is that he he has done nothing but practice the fundamentals for ten years. Like uh yeah. like if he was an artist, he was doing nothing but drawing the most perfect lines and circles and basic shapes. Never could actually make an actual painting about it, but, you know, when it comes to those things, and here, I guess, the same meditative quality is supposed to overlap, I... It's... It just sounds too, like a loser to here. <laughs> I, I'm not saying he's not a loser. I'm just saying, like, there... I don't think anybody here thinks no, that I Shiro get, doesn't I suck. Get. I don't look at Shiro and go, like, oh, man, at least he can shoot a bow. That makes <laughs> him the coolest person alive. <laughs> you're so funny fan okay i just i don't know i like meet the text where it's at at least a little bit mm-hmm. what do you mean i just mean like i'm meeting of... the text where it's at i still think he's a loser yeah but like there is there is a reason given as to why he's good at this thing uh-huh. it's because he's practiced it every night for 10 years like you'd be good at something if you did that oh, he's not doing archery every single night <laughs> No, but the yeah, it's it, it's the same thing. Them saying I get yeah, the metaphor. It, I do understand the metaphor. It this scene just doesn't do much for me. This this bit I don't like it. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't jive with me. Yeah. That's fine. And that's why it's just like a couple of paragraphs in both routes so far. <laughs> uh huh. Me and Fen have a remarkable ability to fight over a couple <laughs> of paragraphs. <laughs> uh, Shiro has no hobbies and has nothing that he thinks is fun. Again, he has no self, <laughs> so it's really easy to kill him. Uh-huh. Uh, let's that boy does see. Like uh-huh. Da, 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 da. Uh, at the end of the day, everyone's getting ready to go home. Ayako comments on Shinji skipping the club and is like, Hey, I gotta go do something. You all head on without me. She heads into the school. Oh... What? Sorry, I'm just looking at uh, uh, scene titles. Yeah. Um, one uh, after school telephone murder Fuji <laughs> is the is uh, Taiga calling the house. Um, and uh, when when um Shiro's on uh, talking about or when Saber gives him the like warning. That title is uh, Saber's Compromise uh, Dash Mistake That Is Yet To Be Seen, hmm. which is like, oh, yeah, huh, that's fun. Uh, and then this scene is Introduce Saber to Fujine, Girls United? Question mark. Girls United. <laughs> Justice for girls, fan. Taiga, Sakura, Shiro, and Saber all head home together. Um, yes, this is the funny bit, is that Shiro was hanging out there for like four hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe longer. Never bothered to introduce Saber to yeah. anyone. She's just there. Um, Everybody's gawking at so her. So she's following them home. She's following them home. She's uncomfortable. Everyone else is uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, I would, if I was in this situation, Fan, if you brought me somewhere and like just hung out with a bunch of friends while I was just there and you never said anything about me or acknowledged my presence at all, I'd be furious <laughs> at you. 
I knew you wouldn't do that. To okay, me. Ben. I would never bring you anywhere. <laughs> there we go. This is why we work, Ben. Um, he finally explains who she is. The girls do not like this. Uh, Sakura is like, her name's Saber. You say. It is a distinctive name. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. God, if, if Sakura none of knows, fencing. yeah. If Sakura knows anything about uh, magic or Holy Grail Wars at all, she immediately knows this is a servant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A mysterious foreign girl who shows up on the eve of a Holy Grail War is inhumanly pretty, follows you around like a faithful dog. And named. And her name is a class of servant. Yep. <laughs> they don't even come up with a cover name for her is the funniest part. Yeah. It's a good thing she's Saber, I guess, and not like Berserker. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, uh, apparently Saber looks even younger than Sakura, which would place her at 15 physically. Yeah. I think sucks. I think somewhere it's mentioned she's like physically 14 in one of them. So 14. Yep. Jesus yep. Christ. I'm sorry. Yep. She does not. First, so she does not look that at all. But if you there are a quote unquote adult body versions of Saber in uh, later fate stuff. And <laughs> That means that her titties are enormous. Oh, God. What a nightmare this whole thing is. Uh, She's also actually, like, 35 or something. Yeah. Uh, Taiga is cautiously uh, approving of Saber. Sakura, she doesn't like this shit. Food report. What do they eat? Shiro went all out with a minced bonito salad, uh, fried chicken with a spring onion sauce, a meat and potato stew, and some shrimp and and other stuff tempura. He really, really did his best, and yet it just sounds like the worst possible dinner short of Shiki and Akiha's dinners. I would literally cease to exist if I put in all that effort, Uh make all that stuff, and then the only things that were said the entire dinner were, uh, seconds please. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, at least they liked it. No. Yeah, they did like it, but... Tell me oh. that! <laughs> if you're just sitting there silently eating my food, I'm like, this is the worst food I've ever made. It really speaks, like, very highly to Rin's, like, social maneuverability that she comes into this situation in the fate route by telling Sakura that she's fucking her boyfriend... Uh, and still manages to have a less awkward dinner than these four uh-huh. on their own. <laughs> Rin, fantastic at, the, at like smoothing shit over, it seems. Shiro asks Taiga to walk Sakura home, and Taiga's like, no, no, no. I'm staying here to make sure you two don't get up to anything. Sakura, do you want to stay too? And Sakura's like, <laughs> yes, yes. Taiga, I've never loved anyone more than you right in this moment. Uh, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's very funny every time Shiro is like, wow, Sakura's getting really worked up about this thing. I really don't understand it. It's like the most obvious thing in the world. Uh, Saber also does not like this. They're both very unhappy that uh, the girls are planning on staying over. But Shiro's like, I can't stop them. Mm -hmm. Would you rather Uh, be homeless? Let's see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's not like, I can kick them out of the house. He's like, well, we could go. <laughs> they could keep the house and we could go sleep in the streets somewhere. Saber is dragged off to have a slumber party with the girls. Uh, Shiro goes to his man cave and does some magic training and he thinks about Rin a lot, what she's up to. 
Speaking of what Rin is up to, interlude 4-1 Unlimited Blade Works. Hey. Fen, what's going on? Uh, we're in Rin's perspective now. Um, Rin walks into a dark room. I think it's a factory or something. We're in third person. Yeah. Following Rin. Okay. Um... Okay. Uh, there it's very f- funny. Every time it, that, it co- that it actually turns to third person, are you like, are you sure it's first person usually? <laughs> yeah, I know. I noticed it this time. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Um, uh, she walks into a room where like 50 workers have collapsed. There's, it smells like blood or something. Rotting plant matter. Oh right, and rotting plant matter. Um, Archer says it's the remains of a witch's potion which destroys love. Whatever the fuck that means. Um, uh, sounds like uh, whoever did this drained all of these people of their magical energy. And rendered them impotent, <laughs> which Archer says is classic female behavior. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> classic maidenless behavior. Classic maiden behavior. <laughs> Only bitches? <laughs> uh, Rin does some emergency care to save a couple of people who were going to die before yeah. help came. Uh, oh, right. She sniffs her coat and is like, oh, this stinks like blood. I got to go drop this thing off at the dry cleaners. I love Rin. It's a very, it's a very cool, like, Rin being like, oh, yeah, I'm covered in blood now. Oh, well. Rin's like, oh, must be uh, Caster up at the temple uh-huh. doing her thing. She gets uh. shit done fast when Shiro's not weighing her down, huh? Uh-huh. Um... Let's she, see. She pieces together that Caster must have been watching their fight last night, and so knows well, has Archer their measure. says, "Oh, Caster must have." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, and is is annoyed. Um, Rin's like, "Did you really show your power?" Mm-hmm. Proper nouns. Broken phantasm. Great. Uh, great. Turning thing. his NP into a bomb. She's yeah. talking about that now. Yeah, uh, she's so. This is where she's like thinking about it really hard like whatever he's hiding from her and he's like he keeps like peeping up in the background like trying to get her attention Uh uh-huh and then like block of text and then he's like rin rin (laughs) rin (laughs) more text more text (sighs) um finally he manages to get her attention uh and he's like we got to go rest after um because oh we did not see this but she killed a bunch of the rowdy skeleton boy crew Mm -hmm. while she was here uh, apparently those are she implies that the skeletons were made out of living people who may have been living recently hmm mm-hmm which I, I did not get I did not I guess that makes sense that's not some, how they work though that's not really how they work but I guess she doesn't know how they work maybe they mm. are just skeletons you know I didn't I also didn't get that at all like, maybe I, just I think she that. was positing I don't think she knew it for sure so yeah yeah I think so okay uh let's see she's mad at caster for hurting normal people um oh yeah she oh yeah she said that uh she bit her lip open while trying to suppress the urge to throw up while killing the skeletons Mm -hmm. Uh, she doesn't want to rest she wants to kill caster (laughs) since she has not managed to get back to the temple yet Mm-hmm. Archer's like you are always you always go after the strongest person, huh? Uh, he wants to pick off Saber and Shiro while they're still weak and discombobulated. 
And he's like, can you even kill Shiro if it happens? And she's like, yes. She says it immediately, but she is... Rin, don't tell lies that (laughs) that can't even fool yourself. This is classic advice. And that's the end of the interlude. This is fun. I like this. I like focusing on Rin for a little bit. Yeah. Fate is always Uh, better with more Rin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very cool when she's not having to hang out with Shiro. Mm -hmm. February 4th, 5, Bonnie and Clyde. We're going to hear a story from five years ago again. Mm-hmm. This is the Kiritsugu death scene. Mm-hmm. Is this where he says the selfish thing? Saber, or, sorry. The reason that I called it out is because Shiro specifically calls it out uh-huh. um, when he's talking to Saber. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know that Kiritsugu says it here. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I I would not have noticed had Chiro not said uh, Kiritsugu told me to be selfish. To be fair, I'm you're on a second playthrough. Like, I miss detail stuff sometimes, you know what I mean? I did, yeah, I would not have. It was specifically Chiro saying that, and I was like, oh, that's why you're different. Because mm-hmm. um, he, or rather, Saber says, like, oh, aren't you going to do this? And he's like, no, Kuritsugo told me to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, he calls it out as, here is the reason I am different from Fate Route Shiro. I guess I really didn't notice that, because the, th- the reason I don't notice that is because, for me, Kuritsugo was always telling Shiro not to be like him. So I guess I didn't really notice the difference. Anyway, we've talked about that scene enough. Well, yeah, it is. Kuritsugo is constantly telling Shiro not to be like the him that fought in the Holy Grail War uh-huh. that Saber knows uh-huh. and Kotamine knows. Uh-huh. Um, Which is good advice. Yeah. It's that in this route, <laughs> Shame. Shiro took something different away from it. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Shiro wakes up from the dream about Kiritsugu dying. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to do any of this. Uh, we get a choice. Check on Saber, help Sakura with breakfast, or wake up Taiga. I did all three, ending Wait, on Saber. Did we say what the dream is? Did we completely die? Kiritsugu dying. Okay. Yeah. It's Kiritsugu dying and Shiro saying, I will become a, you're too old, yeah. I'll become a superhero for you. But he doesn't know how. Save everyone yeah. and let no or, one be killed. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. The part that I did want to call out here is that Shiro... Shiro... Eh. Shiru. Shiru. <laughs> That's a Pokemon. Um, <laughs> That's a Pokemon dead. with a lot of swords. Uh, another difference from Fate. One is Kuritsugu saying, be selfish. Mm-hmm. The other is um, Shiro is like, one, I don't know how to become a superhero, mm-hmm. which I think is consistent with Fate. Yes. The other part that. is, I don't even know what a superhero is. Pretty sure he said that in Fate too. I think he in the same scene. Did he? Pretty sure. I mean, I could pull up my notes if you want, but um, what is a superhero anyway? Sounds very familiar to the other route. I think at least 
that is in the present. Mm -hmm. He is thinking, I don't even know what it means to be a superhero. Mm -hmm. He has a pretty good idea in fate. He's like, you save people. I don't think it's as different. I don't think that part's as different. I, I will, I'm going to bend on the, the selfish thing. I think that you're right about that. And I was d not reading it. I'm pretty sure Shiro says that same line. You sure? I don't want to, I, it's not important enough for me to trawl through my thousands of words of notes. No, but like. For, but I'm pretty sure that that is a reoccurring thing. It was like, Shiro's like, I don't know how to save everyone. I don't, what is a yeah, superhero? Yeah, he doesn't do? know how to be a superhero. He knows what a superhero is supposed to do, which is save everyone. Hmm. Okay. Which is like, more broadly, it is, this Shiro is not as sure of what he's supposed to be doing as Fate Route Shiro is. Okay. Fate Route Shiro is like, no, I know what I need to do, mm -hmm. and it's protect everyone. That's it. Mm -hmm. And Unlimited Blade Works Shiro, at least so far, is like, uh, I would like to protect everyone. I don't mm -hmm. know how to do that or like, or what that even means. He's a little more malleable in looking for, looking for answers rather than assuming he has them. Yeah. Okay. All right. I did all these choices for who to hang out with in the morning. Uh, I'm going Taiga, Sakura, Sa Saber. That sound good? Yeah. yeah. Well, he goes to wake up Taiga and gets kicked so hard that he goes flying into the yard. Uh-huh. Um, Taiga loves Saber now. She calls her Saber-chan. The girls have unionized against Shiro. Good. Uh, let's see. Taiga likes Saber. And uh, she says that Sakura and Saber are bound not to get along because they're opposing types, but they do have formed a shaky alliance. They're... Taiga refers to herself as a girl... I don't know that a 22-year-old, 23-year-old... She's 24. 24-year-old uh -huh. is a girl, but... I still call myself a girl. I don't like I don't like being referred to as a woman, so yeah. I get it. I, so do it's I. It's not because I'm that's not... gender. <laughs> yeah, that's gender. Yeah, and I think there's been a weird language shift where girl isn't quite as infantilizing anymore, but... Mm. I, like, okay, specifically Taiga says... Taiga and... Um, Shiro are saying Ononoko, which is like woman child. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, like, really, it is He's really Taiga saying, I'm still a child. Uh huh. Uh, Sakura, uh, let's switch over to helping Sakura. Sakura's making breakfast for everyone. Uh, he wants to help. We get this a, a CG of her in her pink apron cooking. Mm -hmm. I love her themed apron, uh huh, which has Sakura. <laughs> Like cherry blossoms on it. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Do you, I think Shiro should have an apron with little swords on it. Yeah, that would be perfect. Um, let's see, Sakura's in a good mood. She's not. She's not in the calling Saber Saber-chan territory. No. <laughs> she says we made peace with Saber-san starting midnight last night. <laughs> Are they warring states? <laughs> I sent my envoy. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. Taiga. Um she says that Saber's cute. Shiro like gets all bashful when he when she calls Saber cute. Well, uh, Shiro's like, well Oh, he reacts strongly. She gets bashful for having called Saber cute. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Shiro is like, I I mean, she's beautiful. I don't know about cute. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is like, yeah, I would agree. Saber is 
is prettier than she is cute. Hmm. She's also she's also really cute. Yeah, I think Claver's cute. But so far, she hasn't really shown any of that to Shiro. It's true. Uh, apparently, they're sleeping over again tonight. Uh, even though they have they have uh, given Saber permission to exist in this house, they still want to hang out with her more, so mm-hmm. they're gonna stay over again tonight. Cut over to the Saber scene. She's chilling in the dojo. Uh, she's surprised that he's up early since Taiga's such a like lazy person. She's like, I kind of figured you would be lazy too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she likes Taiga a lot, and she uh, does not understand Sakura and feels that she's keeping her out. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. un- uneasy alliance. Oh, she says that she understands Shiro better now that she knows who Taiga is and that she helped raise him, which is funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Breakfast time. Food report. They have uh, a very thin miso soup because Saber is not used to uh, a Japanese breakfast. Uh-huh. So Sakura figured that maybe if she put less miso in, uh-huh. Saber would like it better. Uh, Sakura is correct. Um, she does like it better, yeah. Uh, except Saber's like, no, 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 no. I'll get used to it. Mm-hmm. Please just cook as if I wasn't here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Amount, amount wise, cook as if I'm here. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. But... Everyone praises the white girl for using chopsticks properly. <laughs> um, Sakura gets called out for uh, making extra rice to make herself a, a second breakfast. Uh-huh. Uh, it's cu- her like reaction to that of everyone already knowing that she's been doing that is very cute. Yeah. Uh, I wish it wasn't a joke about her getting fat, but yeah. you know. It, it the the funny part of the joke is uh uh, Taiga being like, "Oh yeah, I see you eating eating rice balls," uh-huh. and then um, and then Sakura being like, "Well, it's not every day," and Shiro's like, uh, "Oh right, yeah, you do it every day because you make extra you make rice." rice. Uh huh. Yeah, that's and that's funny. The one-two punch of the two of them both knowing already. And him pointing is... out that he's known for a year. It was like, yeah, right, uh-huh. right. She's it's like, well, time. at least at least you don't know when it was. <laughs> like named you, you mean the beginning of summer. The, the date the exact date that she started uh-huh she's a growing yeah. girl yeah <laughs> she's got titties to grow <laughs> she's got huge titties um uh let's see so there's tv report with the about the gas leaks tsukihime music gets me every time i'm like ah, oh. tsukihime uh, Taiga laments the state of the world and tells Shiro to take time off from work. He deliberately doesn't answer, not because he's working, but because he needs that as a cover for when he's doing master stuff. Shiro readies to go to school, and he's like, Saber, you gotta stay put for real. And, um, she again starts, like, listing off bad behavior she expects from him, and he's like, nope, 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 everything's gonna be fine. I'll call you if I need you. Everything will be fine. Well, this is again, this is where I wrote down my note on, like, Shira's so much better this route. It's true. Mm-hmm. I will um, hand it to him. He is not which is like, grating on every nerve I have. Again, he doesn't know what a superhero does. He says, like, uh, uh, Saber's like, what if you get attacked? And he's like, I'll be okay. Uh, and she's like, you're going to defeat an enemy? Really? And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll stay in populated places so I just don't get attacked. Mm-hmm. And, like, stay away from people. Um she says that she can't tell she can't doesn't get automatic updates about how he's doing uh so he should consciously call for her 
if he needs her and use a command spell if he needs her now. Um, I'm not really clear on why she's not hanging out near the school. Yeah. That makes zero sense. Just go to, to Ilya Park. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, just anywhere near the school. Just like, she doesn't have to be within earshot, but she's only going to be here for like a week. You know what I mean? A week mm-hmm. or two. Like, if she's being suspicious around places, it's going to take a while for people to notice. Mm-hmm. Just hang out I mean, somewhere. Saber wandering around probably would look suspicious as shit, though. <laughs> I guess she stands out, but still. I, I also just mean she might just be acting awkward. That's true. That's true. Um, But she can just pretend to be sightseeing. You yeah. know what I mean? There are absolutely solutions here. Besides stay, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. what is it, like a half hour walk stay away? Stay a half hour away from the school. She's going to look a lot weirder sprinting at top speed down the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Saber lets him go, tells him the school is dangerous, and do not get near Rin. Stay away from Rin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's fine. Rin's not actually a threat to my well-being. <laughs> Fool. Foolish man. Shira gets to the school and gets bad vibes from the blood fort again. Again, he doesn't know about the blood fort yet, but... Uh, he heads for class and casually greets Rin, who gives him a like really dirty look and walks away. Um, he smells something sweet in the classroom. That's him detecting the blood fort again. Shinji is not here. Uh, it would be fun if Rin had already killed Shinji off screen, but Mm -hmm. I know that's not what's happening. Uh, he goes to eat with Issei for lunch. Issei is feeling very drained today, very tired. He wants to take a nap. Uh, Well, Issei has been feeling drained recently. Yeah. Like... He says, like, oh, yeah, I've been sleeping all the time that I can. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She was like, oh, that's weird that you haven't been getting very good sleep. Yeah. He's been getting a lot of sleep. It's just not very restful yeah. for some reason. I've been there. Kuzuki, the teacher, yeah, comes in to discuss an incident involving the archery club. Someone has gone missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Shinji was the last one seen talking to Ayako, who is missing. Yep. Reminder that she well, should we don't die. get that it's Ayako mm. here. Um, oh, he says that someone from the archery club stayed behind, which was yeah. Ayako. So it's very, very clearly Ayako. Even oh, if I don't didn't Ayako say that she was yes because she had to turn in the okay. key to the teachers. Yeah. Oh right, right. I completely forgot that. Bit. This is right around when she got attacked last route too. Yeah. Oh, she was. Reaction to this could not be more different. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so Kuzuki talks about it a little bit. Uh, they're looking for Shinji. Sakura wasn't at home last night, and no one answers when the Maotoka house is called. Mm-hmm. So Kuzuki's planning on calling the police. Uh, I was worried she was dead for a bit. Mm. Uh, let's see. Cut to the end of the day. All the clubs are canceled. People are ordered to go home. Shiro decides to look into Ayako's disappearance rather than leave. He does not warn Saber that he's doing this and does not tell her to come close by. Has not learned that lesson yet, it seems. Mm -hmm. Shiro talks to Rin's uh, friends from her class. 
Oh, which, they don't use their sprites, but it's yeah. the voices of those three girls who the the girl who has a crush on Rin and wants to eat with her, the like loud girl who doesn't know the difference between crepes and um <laughs> Tayaki. Tayaki, and then the quiet girl with glasses whose name's like Himeko or something mm-hmm. like that. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's it's a good bit. Um everyone has heard that Ayako's out sick. Uh, and he doesn't find anything, and he's like, okay, I'm going to go home. What does he see when he's getting ready to go down from the third floor? Uh, we get an, uh, a flash of Rin standing, at, or a CG of Rin standing at the top of the stairs, and it's, it's intro the exact same way that Berserker, the first time Berserker shows up, gets an <laughs> intro <laughs> of like... Like slow pan. Yeah. It rules. It's a very cool <laughs> CG. Um, he's like, oh, hey, Ren. And she's like, why the fuck did you come to school without Saber? You're asking me to kill you. And he's like, well, we can't fight at school. There's people around. Duh. And she's like, does it look like there's any fucking people around you, little twerp? No. There are no people left in the whole school. Uh-huh. No, there are people on the uh, first floor. There are teachers on the first floor still, but they're a long way away from the teachers. She rolls down her sleeve to reveal uh, her magic crest lighting up. Which looks sick. Which, it's cool. There's a perspective thing happening here where her forearm looks way too long. Uh, I, it looks fine. It's bothering me. Either <laughs> that or it might just be that her, they have long palms. I, but that's a Takeuchi thing, I think. I think. They, a lot of his girls have long palms. I think Takeuchi palms. just has weird arms in general. Because like, I spend a lot that's of time true. staring at their arms. Just like, why doesn't this fit? Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, I will say, though, I spend a lot of time looking at the folded cloth and being like, oh, that looks it really good. good. <laughs> Takeuchi's gotten really good at like draped cloth over mm-hmm. bodies. There is there is an episode of uh, Bisque Doll from last season mm-hmm. that is just uh, like all the characters sitting at a, a cafe table and it's just the most luxuriously uh, drawn clo- like clothing mm-hmm. on each of them with like ah, yeah. lots of folds and it's just like oh yeah this is this is perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He's so he, the cloth looks so good to me that the uh, the skin tone some the skin's like simple modeling feels weird to me sometimes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, the way that her magic crest is is re- like reflecting green light onto her. Yeah, models. that's great. <sighs> Rin looks so cool. Rin's the best. I do. I do wish that more fate girls had uh, sick tattoos that weren't. Uh, either magically disappear or were paint actually Mm -hmm. because it's it'd be cool if rin had to cover this shit up you know what i mean Mm -hmm. very convenient i will say it is a fun bit that magic crests only light up when you're using them yeah yeah yeah. because it's like oh yeah okay gun is loaded and ready to fire Uh uh-huh uh-huh okay she talks about a magic crest and she's like i told archer to leave because i'm gonna kill you myself She's a spell called Gonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 
I, I looked this up, and it's like an old Norse word that is vaguely associated with magic, but doesn't have a specific meaning as far as I can tell. The thing that I found on Wikipedia, so take with a grain of salt, yeah, is same here. that it like related to magic spirits. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a cool, it's a fine word. Cool yeah. Word. I'm surprised it's not um, something German, mm -hmm. honestly. I uh it is called out specifically as being norse, uh, yes. norse or yeah. like northern european yeah. curse that worsens uh, existing illness mm -hmm. it takes Shiro a while to put together what it is uh she points her finger guns at him and it, we get a choice to either jump to the stairs or jump to the hallway this is one of those like fucking there is no difference between these choices so who knows which one is the right one yeah so real quick yeah. Uh, you also can get here, but you don't get a choice if on on day four of of fate mm -hmm. you don't ally with Rin. Hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you you will get a day that says um is uh, you get a day that says fate, and then a day that says unlimited blade works, and yes. then you die because <laughs> you've uh -huh. mixed up the roots. Yeah, uh, you get two days that are unlimited. Or right, no, yes, yeah. you you get uh, a lot of um. So right, okay. So on day four of fate, uh, in the morning, Rin is like, "Hey, what if we allied to defeat Berserker?" Mm -hmm. And then after that, we'll split up and go our own ways. Um, you have an option to say, "Okay, let's cooperate," in which case you stay on the fate route, mm -hmm. or you can say, "I'm sorry, but I can't." Mm -hmm. um in which case you hop over to you get a scene of like uh shiro talking to saber and like you know a lot of the same stuff is set up there of like oh here are what uh servants are no i can't tell you my true name etc 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 um and shiro's like or right so shiro's response to rin is i have to t go talk to saber before i can agree to ally with you um and rin's like okay uh next time we see each other we're gonna be enemies um and and shiro goes and talks to saber and is like hey i just you know you're cool i don't know <laughs> about rin i i trust her but like jeez um Foolish. and so you hop over to on the blade works with uh um taiga calling uh uh shiro delivery uh-huh um you go through that day you get a slightly different ending um to that day mm-hmm I think the main difference is um they're right so the uh the unlimited blade works uh real route is um sure thinks about like his his training that night is thinking a lot about archery mm. and like oh yeah right like these are very similar things magic and archery they're all about killing or like specifically japanese archery mm -hmm. is all about like killing the self and kind of it is a form of meditation um ben's looking at me like i'm doing something wrong i don't think you're doing anything wrong this is just surprisingly granular <laughs> okay keep going keep going stop there you go finish um i just i didn't expect there to be this much to the difference between the two they're like yeah, there are a couple of That's scenes all. that are different. Okay. Um, I'm just looking at you. Okay. Um, 
the uh bad ending scene he is more focused on magic and thinks less about like the parallels between that and archery Mm -hmm. it also doesn't end with him thinking oh i wonder what's rin's up to because we don't get the rin interlude Mm -hmm. um and then the morning goes the same um but after after he leaves for school uh one uh mitsuzuri uh has Mitsuzuri, uh, I we just haven't said her full name in a while, so okay. I wanted to make sure that we knew who we were talking um, about. Yeah, she's referred to like basically exclusively as Mitsuzuri. Yeah, that's just what I've been using game. to talk about yeah. her. So, um, so she has not been kidnapped, and/or Shiro doesn't know about the kidnapping. Uh-huh. Um, and so he just stays behind school because he's like kind of feels weird Mm -hmm. like check that out and see what's what's up and then eventually runs into rin just the same and gets got uh he uh sees rin readying a shot and does not get an option he immediately jumps to the stairs Mm. and then from there on it's exactly the same scene okay yeah just yeah fun differences between yeah i didn't san you're acting like i am doing something to you uh-huh. I was just surprised because I didn't do this. Okay. Um, let us see. So, right. If you jump to the stairs, you get God. Yes. Because the stairs is the better escape route and Rin's aiming for it. Yeah. Okay. So, Shiro jumps down the stairs and uh, feels like he's getting sunk into Jello mm-hmm. or Jello's getting dropped on his head. Uh, He's got a bad cold, apparently. Yep. <laughs> Very funny that this is... Rin's... Rin is very fire or wind to me. You know what I mean? So it's very funny that the spell she uses here is give you a sickness. Um. Yeah. And it's because it's not her spell. Yeah. It's, it's from the magic circuit. Magic circuit. Yeah. Uh, he's so sick that he can barely move. Um... This is one of the best bad ends. Uh-huh. Honestly. I hear Tosaka's voice from afar as if she's contacting me from the moon is a Oof. very cool line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says that she's going to do something as bad as killing him. Uh, and then she says something about how she's always been watching him from afar, like, blah, 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 romance stuff, you know. <laughs> this is the part that I'm like, did this really happen? What do you mean? I don't remember this at all. Apparently, this is the part that my brain just, like... Completely slid over. No, she absolutely says that. I I believe you. It's just like, oh, yeah, I guess that happens. His brain shorts out, and then he wakes up in his room with no memory of what happened. We get the Sakura apron CG again. Taiga's hanging out. Saber's gone. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't remember her. It's like that one uh, Arcoid rude ending where she... Bad end, where she wipes your memories. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Taiga also can't remember anything. And then Sakura says in a very weird way, she's like, we're not forgetting anything, nor are we forgetting anyone. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it seems that she's got some kind of con- contract with Rin here. Yeah. She's in on it. Uh, Shiro heads to school, sees an unfamiliar girl in a red coat who ignoring him. Uh, Issei shows up. We get, yeah, he doesn't remember Rin at all. He doesn't remember the anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, what Rin says is, I don't think you knew, but I've known you for a long time. 
Yeah. That's not like watching from afar. I guess it is. That is exactly <laughs> what it says, Fen. Are you kidding me? They basically haven't interacted. It's literally the words. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, it's setting up that she's doing the same thing as him. He's like secretly ran fan. She's secretly into Shiro. Yeah. Uh, Deniable. <laughs> <laughs> I respect you, Fen. I respect you so much. <laughs> Cowards. I respect you. Cowards. Fen standing fairground. Uh, uh, let's see. Shiro's hand hurts. He feels like he's missing something. Goes to school. Bad end. This is interesting. I wish it was. I I wish some of these bad ends were a little more fleshed out. But mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a fun. This one. one specifically, I really like, is because one Rin's like, God damn it, I can't kill you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But two, it's Sakura being like. No, no, no. We're fine. No one's missing. The bit of this bad end... Yeah, that's great. I love Sakura doing that. The bit of this bad end that we don't get is that night when Ilya comes by and smashes him into the ground like a potato. <laughs> Taiga Dojo 16. It's it's on the street this time. Taiga's greeting us on the like road to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, she congratulates us on getting Rin's true ending. <laughs> and then Ilya punches her into space. Um, let's see, Tiger, they talk about how to get this bad end, um, oh, you can also get here by trying, by, like, focusing on Rin, but not having the Unlimited Blade works, works route unlocked, Ilya says, something like that. She, she, like, advises you that you can't get the Rin, get onto Rin's route without doing Fate first, so spend time with Saber first. Yeah. Advi- yeah, specifically people who haven't finished the fate route. Mm-hmm. I assume that that's a reference to you get a day title that says on the little plate works mm-hmm. after one that says fate. What do you mean? The jumping like, routes? Day four is day four, whatever the day title, that, or fate, yeah. colon, whatever the day title for that is. And then day five, you would get unlimited blade works, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, the fact yeah. you jump in the route. It's just that she... Yeah, she yeah. says she says uh, in the thing. Th- uh, uh, this is advice for people who have not seen an ending yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all. I just mean like, you cannot get here by focusing on Rin. Mm-hmm. There's no like Rin. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rin liking you enough or whatever. Or whatever. Uh, let's see. Well, that's all. Let's get on back to wherever we diving were. into the hallways. Right, jump into the hallway. Um, Rin is m- mad as hell that she missed. Uh, I like the bullet holes yes. in the wall. Mm-hmm. Gander looks cool as hell uh, in this. All the special yeah, effects of it's it. It's a very funny... This is a great Rin thing where Shiro is like, okay, Gander is like a curse of weakness. It's a spell that makes you sick. But Rin is packing so much magical energy into this that it's turning into a physical bullet. <laughs> That's very cool. Like, it seems weird to get there through a like supposedly over time spell uh-huh but it's very fun it's very rin to do that to take like a like uh uh damage over time effect and turn it into uh an immediate thing honestly it's about time one of the women uh, sure. around him seriously kick his ass uh-huh she was like you trying to kill me and she's like yeah i am i told you that uh there's a lot of 
uh, gunshot noises uh-huh. as she like chases him around, shooting dozens and dozens of these spells off. Um. Uh, he runs into a classroom. Uh, there's a whole bunch of fighting here. As she gets increasingly pissed off, the shots get faster and, like, more deadly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, at some point, it changes the sound effect from, like, a pistol shooting to, like, uh, a machine gun. Uh, Shira's trying to get to the first floor because if he gets down there, Rin will have to stop. Um, he makes another joke about her being fat for some reason, uh, which seems ill-advised, especially when she's going to kill you. Uh, her flab, you know. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, there's a great one. He's hiding in another classroom, and there's this great, like, effect of the, like, l- like light coming in through the windows as she, like, blasts towards the room. Oh, the best bit of this is that Rin casts a bounded field to silence everything within it uh-huh. so that no one can hear her shooting a pistol at him. <laughs> And to trap it, he was gonna jump out yeah. the window because he's on the second floor at this point. Uh, that animation there too. There's just like one, I guess, CG of the desks flying around that they just like rotate, spin around, do all sorts of wild stuff too. Uh huh. She starts machine gunning into the classroom. He's strengthening a desk over and over and over again to keep it from uh, to keep from getting shot to death. And he's like. How the fuck is she still doing this? How could she do this forever? Does she have unlimited magical energy? Uh, he's like, okay, okay. We're going to test who has more magical endurance, me or her. It's her. I give up <laughs> it looks so immediately. Instantly. It's not even a single line. <laughs> the room has caught fire at this point. Uh, Shiro stop. She stops. He grabs a desk leg and strengthens it barely uh, to use as a weapon and opens the door and she's so mad at him. Rin is tired of running. She's physically exhausted, but she could keep shooting for days. That's what Shiro thinks. Uh Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure she's burned through at least most, if not all, of her magical energy at this point. She certainly wasted a lot of it, but she has an impressive well of magical energy. Yeah, that she has burned her way through. <laughs> I think the thing with her is that, like, she could go a little longer, but she's going to feel it in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it is just very funny that Shiro keeps asserting that she still has more. I mean, she she does pull off some <laughs> more to later. to kill him. Um, so th- that's the bit, though, is that she's physically exhausted, but still has magical energy. He's magically exhausted, but could run all- run mm-hmm. <laughs> more. Um, he can't do he's like stuck though he has no way out and she starts gloating about her win <laughs> which is so funny because I'm just like Rin you always do this you always are like haha I've done the very best oh no because <laughs> she blows it at the last second this is not her fault though Um, she gives him uh is that Rin should always sew and never <laughs> Yes. Uh, she says that she's going to take his command spells, which may tear out the nerves in his left arm in the process. I really love when it reminds us that, like, these things are 
somehow these magical like spells and shit are tied into your nervous system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's very gross in a way I like. Is this the first time we've heard about stealing command spells too? Kotam- uh, Kotamine okay. did that. Kotamine pulled them out of Shiro's arm, but he has a special power that makes him good at it. Yeah. In a way that it wouldn't He's take out a chunk of good flesh. Good at like spiritual surgery or yes. whatever. Okay. Um, maybe maybe Rin has learned a little bit of this from him, but it, she seems not confident in her ability to yeah. do it without damaging his arm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. couldn't remember if that was Which new cool. information. <laughs> uh, Rin, uh, Shiro also got his arm lopped off by Caster once, and she was like, hey, thanks for the command spells. Mm. Uh, let's see. Shiro refuses to betray Saber like this. She starts counting down from three. We get a choice. Can I give up the command spell or can I admit defeat? This is a weird one where one of, despite Shiro not saying anything, uh, one of, uh, can I give up the command spell? Uh, Rin dislikes you a little and Uh, can I admit defeat? Rin likes you a little. Huh. That's weird. It's, it, it, there's no text difference. No. It leads to exactly the same scene, but you get a Rin relationship change based on what you choose. Uh, we make a choice and then immediately someone screams. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the second that someone else is in danger, the two of them immediately drop their this like this like fight that they're doing, you know what I mean? And they're like, okay, we gotta go save that person. Mm-hmm. They run down to the first floor and find a girl collapsed by the emergency exit. Uh, she's not wounded, and Shiro's like, oh, okay, she's fine. And uh, Rin's like, she is not fine. She's been, like, completely drained of life energy. Mm. She could die if I don't do something. This is way worse than anything that Castor has been doing, apparently. Mm-hmm. Rin pulls out a gem and wastes it trying, starting to stabilize this girl. I'm not keeping track of her gems in this in quite the same way. I don't know how much of that gem she uses. That's fair. To stabilize. But it certainly isn't a a Heracles killer. No. Anymore. Uh, Uh, Shiro sees her doing this and is like, this feels familiar. The way way she's looking at this girl feels very familiar to me. Mm -hmm. He's getting close to that. We get a flash of the same hallway, but during nighttime. Um, Shiro's like, oh, the emergency exit is open. Someone must, the culprit must have fled through there. And then uh, a knife comes flying at Rin's head and he gets in the way. This scene again is like, damn, I really miss, miss Shiki having a reason to have preternatural death senses and not just... Shiro, uh, in this this in this moment, doesn't even have the excuse of Saber training him. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's just, just like, like, oh, I'm a shonen protagonist. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I have cool like i can feel this is at least gundam has like new types so that it's like oh yeah only some people get the preternatural death sense uh-huh. others are just like oh yeah i'm just normal i guess uh-huh, uh-huh. um so shiro is hitting the arm with a with one of rider's daggers on one of her weird stake they're more like a, a stake or a nail then yeah mm-hmm. then they call them daggers but they're not daggers daggers yeah. are flatter they're like big. They are like big now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shiro's like, okay, Rin, you do the healing because you're a woman. I'm gonna go check out what's going on outside. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
He does not say because you're a woman. I know. I just like girls love to be having healing powers though, Fan, because they're womanly and they like to care take care of people. I know. But like <laughs> I just you don't gotta fight me on this one. I'm just making a joke. I know it's a, I know it's not substantiated in the okay. text. Sorry. No no no, I'm a, I'm set. That's all I'm saying. I'm just taking cheap shots occasionally. Again, uh. this is I just this is the Shiro that I like because mm. he's not Fate Route Shiro. <laughs> you do have to hand it to him. He is not Fate Route Shiro. Or I like this Shiro more because, like, again, he's not like, oh, hey, Rin, yeah, go take care of this woman because you're a woman. Obviously, that makes sense. He's uh -huh. like, oh, yeah, you're doing that. I'm going to go mm -hmm. search. He, he mildly all. stepped over that bar. I'm more, I'm more complaining about uh, Nasu, who's like, pa like low passive sexism than yeah. about Emiya at that point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Shiro uh, is like, am I having bad luck with my arms today? Which is very funny to me. I, I don't know um, why he didn't pull the dagger out. Well, I guess if you pull out something like that, it's, you, you it's cause a lot damage, more blood loss. Like, there's a chain attached to it. <laughs> That's the thing, is that he's sprinting through the woods with a chain attached to him this whole time and never notices it. Uh -huh. I know that you're, you're on an adrenaline high here. I get it. I get it. But, like, man, isn't it fucking heavy? And, like, it somehow never catches on anything either. <laughs> I guess it's probably because Ryder's behind him the whole time. <laughs> like, she's walking him on a leash and he doesn't notice it. And she's, wrapped, like, rolling up the chain so he doesn't get caught on anything. Ryder to toying with him is great. Yeah, yeah, Ryder's very fun in this scene. Uh, he chases the enemy into the spooky archery woods. Uh, he catches a glimpse of Shinji, which should immediately let him know what's going on here. But he he is, like, only half convinced that it's Shinji he after this. my friend Shinji, despite me knowing he's a massive Shinji? piece of shit. Shiro loves to defend Shinji. I also get the impression that we get a much clearer picture of Shinji than oh, Shiro yeah. actually sure. does. That's fair. Although, he's already suspecting Shinji, too. Yes. He does say later, I saw Shinji in the woods, but I'm not going to tell Saber about it because I don't have all the details yet. Oh, yeah. 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 So. Uh, let's see. He stumbles. Uh, Ryder shows up and nearly gores him. Uh, she's she's I love Ryder's like faint little smile. Like, uh -huh. I'm having a nice time. It's not I'm not overjoyed, but I'm having fun. Um. She does some, like, sick, like, super speed moves around him, and because Shiro has an inexplicable death sense, he's able to deflect them all. He uh, still has his strengthened table leg or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. He makes a run for it, hides behind a tree. There's a sound of chains, like, being pulled, and it sounds like a snake slithering, which is very cool. Uh, He's like, okay, I should probably use my command spell, but I probably need better positioning before I can use it, which is interesting. Uh, Ryder calls him out on this. It's like, hey, why aren't you using a command spell? Which, when when Shiro first was like, I don't want to use a command spell, I was like, okay, that's stupid. And then Ryder's like, hey, why aren't you using a command spell? I was like, okay, for once, Shiro, you have a good idea here. She <laughs> clearly wants you to do it, so. He says he's being frugal since he's already used one, which he didn't need to admit that he already used one, but it is funny. Uh-huh. Uh, she, she says that he's brave, unlike her master. <laughs> she, I like Ryder. Yeah. Everybody thinks Shinji. She's like, okay. 
<laughs> She's like, okay, I'm gonna fuck, stop fucking around. I'm gonna, just gonna kill you now. Um, he's like, man, I wish I had rider or archer's cool swords instead of this table leg. Um, specifically, he's like, damn, I wish I had anything else. And then, and then like, just like to a CG. We get, well, we we don't only get that CG. We get the like uh the like moving around the pan and the like zoom in on like Archer's two cool swords. And it's like Shiro just standing there fantasizing about those cool cool swords. That he's Very saw. interesting. After some blades, as always. Um, he's only got a hundred feet to run to get out of the woods. Uh, he bolts, he blocks another shot from Ryder, then blocks a roundhouse kick, and Ryder's like, damn, you're, you're doing pretty good at this. And he's like, it's all just coincidence. And then he's like, wait, no, actually, you're just a wimp, aren't you? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> this is funny, because he's like, oh, Shinji is her master. Uh, she must, she is sluggish and weak. She's, like, held back by her master. Mm. Uh, and that's why she's bothering to, like, lure me into this trap instead of just killing me, which she should be able to do because she's a servant. And he takes a swing and she, like, backs off all scared, you know what I mean? And he's like, haha, this is easy, and goes to escape. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, okay, this is, this is, you're trying to belittle me here. Uh, I'm really just playing around. You already lost this fight and hoists him up into the air <laughs> by his arm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's, he's, he's dangling, and she's like, so what was that thing you were saying about me being a wimp? So this is the thing. How writer's daggers yes. slash nails are depicted as, like, nails. Uh-huh. No barbs, nothing like that. How does it pull him up in the air? How does it not just get pulled out of his arm? This is a great question. Maybe it's sticky. This is the only thing I can think is that it has barbs or something, mm-hmm. which is like, I would also not pull that out of my arm because it would just tear off <laughs> of my arm. Uh-huh. Uh, if it's pulling up at an angle and it's going through the two bones in your forearm, maybe it's just like wedged in there at that angle. Mm-hmm. But like the, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. That's us doing That'd be extra, a hell of a needle to thread. Extra work that the story didn't. We don't know that it's not embedded in the bone. Mm. Yeah. Ouch. This sucks. There's a lot to be moving around with this, huh? The way that he is. Mm-hmm. And like deflecting shots from a superhuman monster. And doesn't monster. mention, yep. like, while he's doing on that, like, there's never a mention, really, of the fact that it's still in his arm. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is like, this is a shonen battle. Oh, absolutely. Battle shonen stuff, you know what I mean? Where... All of the damage that you have taken up to that point kind of just stops mattering at some point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was kind of funny because right around this point is where I was like, did I just miss him pulling it out? Is it just not a thing? Is it? Oh, nope. It matters. Okay. It's got to be heavy. It's got a chain attached to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, she's like, okay, I'm going to pop out your eyes and then take off your limbs and... I like her voice actors a lot. The, her mm-hmm. delivery here is very good. I looked her up, and the, her most notable role that I noticed is that she, Fen, voice acts one of the former members of the Kaonbu Kaon Club from oh, back when right. they were a death metal band. She's uh-huh. one of the teacher's like uh, bandmates, which mm-hmm. is very good. 
She's also in Move Love. Is that yeah. how you pronounce Mov-Love. that? Move Love Alternative. And also she's in Ever 17. I want to replay after finishing AI 2 and going, damn, this was a bad game. <laughs> I'm like, I should replay Ever 17 and see if uh, Uchikoshi has ever been a good thing. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's a little mean. I do like two of the nine 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 games, and I remember really liking Ever Seventeen, and I even mm-hmm. liked AI One quite a bit. But uh, you're mixed on two, huh? That sounds really down. Two, on two. has some fun bits, and uh, also decides to focus on entirely the wrong things. Uh, I don't know. Ryder is about to uh, slowly and lovingly kill Shiro, and we get a choice: use the command spell, <laughs> fight with his uh, left, just the other hand. Or pull out the nail. Did you say that uh, Ryder doesn't just want to kill Shiro? She's like, you've been, you've thought I was pathetic. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to teach you a yeah. lesson. Yeah, yeah. It's she is weaker bit. than other servants, but she's like, that doesn't mean you're stronger than me, man. Uh-huh. Using the command spell leads to a bad end, so let's go focus on that. Mm-hmm. Shiro is like, okay, I'm not really sure how command spells work, but I did it once, so I can probably do it again. And so he calls out to Saber to save him, uh, but before the magic juice gets down his arm enough, I guess, Ryder just chops the arm off. Mm-hmm. Which is very funny. Um, And she's like, mm, I thought you were like a tough guy who wasn't going to use the command spell. I'm pretty sure also that you can use a command spell without yelling. Yes, you can definitely do it without meaning to. Um, without, like, vocalizing what you want. It's yeah. More of a will thing. Yeah. But once your arm's off, your arm's off. No, I just mean that I think that he might have gotten it off if... Um, he hadn't wasted time yelling. Yeah. Well, if he hadn't given Ryder a heads up of what he was doing by yeah. yelling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, she says something about how he's forcing servants to follow his will but like i don't think calling your f- friend to come save you is the same as forcing a servant to do something Which they don't explicitly want to do. Said, do this no but they are they are bound by command spells yes that's true but like saber told him to i don't think yeah. to to do this it's not I like what Ryder is saying is by having command spells mm-hmm. you ha- you you have power that you should not that's fair over a servant uh, let's see. Uh, she says something about how she's not going to gouge his eyes out anymore because she's going to come <laughs> if she does, uh, which is so funny. <laughs> it's normal when girls do it, I guess. Sorry, Ben. Uh, you have fulfilled me enough with your voice of anguish, is what she says. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Writer's great. Now, I gotta say, why doesn't she want to orgasm here? Is she got too much stuff to do later? Is she edging? What's going on? <laughs> Not till after Shiro's gone. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <sighs> um. She's not an exhibitionist. Uh-huh. I mean, she's telling him no, how Shinji is in the area. This. That's the real reason. Yeah, that's probably it. I do think it's funny how um. Her, she's so subdued about this. She's she's like a character who's apparently horny for blood and violence and all that stuff. But she's so casual about it. You know what I mean? She doesn't get all worked up. It's it's a very funny version of that character yes. to me. Uh, 
Anyway, she drains the life out of him, uh, says that Rin is coming and she might save his body, but uh, he's going to be brain dead. After so long on Ryder and her orgasm, that wasn't the right type of coming that Mm -hmm. went through my head when he said Rin was coming. (laughs) On her way here. Oh, (laughs) jeez. We're not there yet. Got at least a few more days. Ryder, horny for blood. Rin, on the other hand, horny for saving people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting Ryder to be this out-and-out pervert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, good for her. Tiger Jojo 17. Tiger doesn't want to be here because she's scared of spiders and snakes. <laughs> um, Is Ryder a spider or a snake? Seems like. She was, mm-hmm. she I mean, was which bouncing one? around the trees a lot. That sounds kind of spidery. Yeah, she crawls around like a spider, but also the she has snake sound effects. Uh, and Ilya says that sake includes snakes. Taiga says that's wrong. Maybe it's like, maybe it's like some kind of like medicinal sake where you put like a dead snake. I've yeah. heard of stuff like like a medicinal wine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so so maybe Ilya just thinks that's how you make all sake, because Taiga's like that's not that's not anything, Ilya. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, oh, this is excellent. Taiga's like, you can really see how Ryder is so much like her master, considering how she acts. And, uh, it cuts to both Little Rin and Ilya. It, like, zooms in on their face, and they both chuckle, and Taiga's like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll, we'll, fi- we'll find out more about Ryder and her master in the Heavensfield route. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Evansfield is going to be a heck of a route. Uh, they make a joke about how Taiga is going to like freak out when they get to Taiga Do- Tiger Dojo 25, which is the first of the Heavensfield route. Uh, they say something about her dying? Yeah, uh-huh. I think so. I'm not sure if that's... Di- I don't remember anymore if that's die in the sense of, oh, she's going to be so surprised she's going to die or if she's going to be dead. They, they make it sound like Taiga is going to die in seven Taiga dojos. <laughs> okay, that's very funny. It's full on ringing uh, like seven Taiga's days like... countdown going, but it's Tiger do- Taiga dojos. <laughs> Taiga's like, hey, maybe don't use the command spell this time because Ryder obviously is just waiting for that. Um, Taiga reads some like uncomfortable fan mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, about uh, someone writing in to say, please re-educate the selfish lolly child with your powers, Taiga. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is apparently from Shiro. Uh, mm. Not my favorite scene in the game. Not my favorite uh, moment, but here we are. It happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is... Uh, uh, Taiga says that after Ilya's like, please no. stop hitting me on the head. Yeah. I think she also says something about how Shiro should die or something like that. I don't remember. Use the command spell so you die and come see me, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I don't remember exactly. It's It sucks. Anyway, that's our last bad end for today. We're getting down to the wire here. I don't... I did not do fight with one-handed. I just went for pulling out the nail. They're, like, pretty know, similar. Comparable scenes. Uh... He starts fumbling with the dagger. Ryder is like, oh, that looks like it hurts. <laughs> I like this. Um, 
she's about to get his other arm too when uh, Rin starts firing Gonders in her direction and cuts the chain. Shiro drops. Uh, Ryder just sort of like, ah, well, fun's over. Disappears without saying anything. Mm-hmm. Rin shows up and starts treating his wound. Shiro's very happy to see her. Um, He's like, now we can be friends again, Rin. And like, really, she should just shoot him. She should just shoot him and wipe his memories right now. She has the perfect opportunity to. But she can't do it. Uh, oh, right. He tells her everything that happened, but does not tell her about Shinji. Because he doesn't have all the details yet. Even though, like, even worse than Saber, Rin... Ha- is in places that Shinji hangs out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you think he might be involved, you should probably war- give her has, a heads up. Has he heard about him, like, hitting on her this route? I don't think so, but, like, yeah. still. Just women are getting attacked at this school, and yep. Shinji's hanging out in the woods with a pervert. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Let's see. Rin admits she knew there was another master, but was surprised that they made a move so fast. Um, she says that she's will, she's not in the mood to kill him now, so she's going to just help him again uh, and take him home. Ooh, he might lose the arm if, he, if she doesn't treat it properly. That sounds bad. Oh, they're going to go to her house, which is funny, mm-hmm. uh, which is where Archer is. <laughs> The entire time I was just like, why just Archer, I could just picture Archer hopping out and just killing him. Yeah, uh-huh. He's pr- he definitely thought about Absolutely. it. Uh, let's see. They end up at Rin's house. Uh, Shiro's nervous because it's Rin's house and Rin is a girl, in case we forgot. Rin unwraps the towel. I. She did pull the knife out there at the spot. And then brought him all the way home, it seems like. Because he's already basically healed by the time they get there. Mm-hmm. Um, Rin's like, oh, I guess Saber must give you magic healing power, but like, don't don't rely on it. Uh, yeah, so this scene is slightly different. This is the other scene that's slightly different. Oh. Um, on the choice that you chose, which is Shiro gets stabbed in the back and like... Yeah, the the time that Shiro gets stabbed and, like, heals, Rin's like, oh, yeah, huh, this happened before, once before as well. Um, and on the other option, I think she's kind of like, oh, huh, weird. I wonder if um, the magical connection between you two was made backwards. Mm, so that interesting. magic is, sh- is flowing from her into you instead of the other <laughs> way around. Bad. That would be really bad. Good for him, but bad for her. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This scene is also just Nasu being like, okay, uh, a bunch on the fate route, I told you that Shiro likes Rin. Mm-hmm. Now Shiro is just going to be like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty and I can't talk right when she's this uh-huh. close to me. And Ah, uh, Shiro. This uh-huh. part, I yeah. yeah, this part is way more obvious than Rin uh mm-hmm. having a crush on him like i it's archer teasing she's Rin. still on the soon you know what i mean yeah she's not on the daddy daddy i don't think she ever gets there <laughs> but we'll see that's why she she's just at soon soon <laughs> um 
Let me see. Okay, okay. She explains the blood for it to him and is like, hey, can we, let's just do a truce just heal to handle the blood for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They shake hands. Um, Shiro starts immediately giving up all of the, like, all of their weaknesses without consulting Sa- Saber, which is really funny. And Rin's like, hey, man, maybe you should not tell me all your weaknesses. Uh-huh. Shiro, shut the fuck up. Uh, Sunday? Monday? Mm-hmm. Monday. <laughs> right? Monday. Especially without consulting Saber. Um, he explains his own weaknesses with magic and how Kiritsugu uh, wasn't able to pass down his magic crest, didn't pass it down to anyone, and um, she thinks she gets mad at this. She's very angry about the way that Kiritsugu acted around magic. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of hang-ups with uh, the duty of legacy, it seems. Which yeah. is interesting. I like. I like my favorite part of the scene is Rin opining about what magic means. Yeah, um, yeah it seems very much Kiritsugu. Not only Kiritsugu seemed very hostile towards magic and legacy, and purposefully, even though he couldn't pass his magic crest down to Shiro because of blood reasons, he had no interest in that. He he was happy to let his magic die with him. Yeah, and that to Rin who sees her entire existence as the continuation of the Tosaka family line, this is anathema to her very existence. It makes yeah. her angry. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, uh, Rin's, Rin's perspective is basically, magic is not just you. Magic is a legacy that you owe your child. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, for better or worse, you pass it down. Uh-huh. Um, and Kuritsugu was incredibly selfish uh not passing yeah magic crest on yeah she also says that it's the duty of a mage to turn their child into something not human through hard training yeah she says a magus's child isn't human from the start no it's it is the duty of the magus to change what is born human into something else through many years and hard training uh i also love what she says your dad chose to be a parent over being a mage yeah he was a terrible parent i think absolutely but But i i almost picture ran in the background like but your dad probably could give real head pads. Uh huh. Yeah. Instead of just oh. kind of mash your head around. Her dad, uh, Shiro's dad, is more like Lens Master, Lens Creator, mm-hmm. who uh, kind of fell apart at the end. Whereas uh, Rin's dad would not have uh, pet that cat at the end. That's no. kind of the vibe. Like he did pet Rin, but. Well, Kuritsugu would have pet the cat any time after the yes. Grail yes. War. Uh-huh. But because he was hit with Grail Mud, he was essentially dying that whole time. Yeah. That's what I would yeah. say. He he basically was already dead. But also, like, that war fundamentally changed his yeah, perspective. Prior to that, like Saber says, he was a true ma- Magus. Isn't it Magus? Magus? Yeah, sorry. Magus and Magi. I prefer to just say Mage. I like Mage it, better. Yeah, it's a little I was thinking easier. of a title for Blute, and I was going to say something like uh, the Svelte Southern voice. Uh, what? Where is your accent it's from, Blute? It's a mix of a bunch of stuff. Like, So I grew up in Arizona, but like, it's a mm. weird mix. Like, uh, I was in one of the first like sub- suburban houses in like a more rural area like when i first went there like there were horses right across the street that then got replaced with cookie cutter houses down the line but then like 
when I joined the army, there's a lot of Southern influence in there. And I trained in South Carolina. I was in Texas for about a year. So like, I've just got a little mix of a bunch of stuff. And then like my use of y'all actually comes from my German class. Um, <laughs> because uh, most languages have a second person plural, but English really doesn't because we made the second person plural our second person singular. So uh, the best we have is y'all. So my, just imagine this like 50 year old ger short German lady just every time, just like really, really announcing y'all. But so just, <laughs> that's very good. It's just in my head permanently. If it's second person plural, it's y'all. But it's very it's extra funny because uh, my spouse has always given me shit about it because like you aren't southern why do you talk so southern? Uh, but like uh, y'all isn't no that but southern. like I use some of the way I say a bunch of my words and way I uh, cut things off and things like yeah. I'll even throw in ain'ts every now and then. But mm. I was gonna, yeah. If I had to guess, I would say somewhere, uh, somewhere in the south half of the United yeah. States. Mm -hmm. You have a very nice brawl. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, it was funny. Like we did one of those, like, "Where's your accent from?" or "What's your dialect from?" type of things. And like, I got like southern half of Missouri and like a couple of like southern Midwest states, and then like one city in Arizona mm. that was like not quite mine, but I was like. All right, see, like it, it's weird as shit, but like it's there. I think I think I did one of those and got nailed down to within a oh Jesus of my house. <laughs> yeah, that's very the Arizona funny. one is weird because I don't know if it still is true, but like when I was growing up there, like the cities around us, like the Phoenix metro area as a whole, was like the fastest growing cities in the U.S. So just like you have this weird mix of a lot of cultures in there and like mm -hmm. and different city plannings in there so like uh, on that test one of the things is like what do you call that road that runs alongside a highway and like i looked at it in the different options i'm like but these are all different things that happen along a freeway <laughs> like you have uh -huh. access roads or service roads or these are separate things but i guess that was i I remember I must have taken this exact test because I remember that question because I don't drive. And I was like, fuck, if I know what you call that. <laughs> well, so like we would have like I, I think of access roads of the ones that run parallel to the freeway. And like that's how you get onto mm -hmm. the freeway, period. Like you turn onto that access road mm -hmm. and then from there you merge on. But like there are other ones where it runs alongside, but it doesn't merge on very much. It's more like, OK, you pulled off and like that seems more like a service road to me. So it's just like, to me, these are distinct things, but I guess that's because of that regional hodgepodge, probably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry for the distraction. <laughs> A digression. Yeah. Um, what, how long have we been going? 4.05. Okay, that's not too bad. Okay, okay. It's getting late. Rin, uh, say, Shiro's been treated. Rin, saver Shiro. Uh... Rin's like, hey, Archer's gonna walk you home, which seems Dad, like a great way to get him. walk my boyfriend <laughs> home. Seems like a great way to get Shiro fucking murked on the street. Um, the two hate each other, as usual. Um, Archer's like, fine, I won't kill him for now. Uh, they manage to walk the entire way in complete silence, and then as Archer turns to leave, Shiro's like, I can't hold it back anymore. I gotta say something to you. 
I don't know what, but I want to talk. Archer, uh, like, turns around and eviscerates him, calling him, like, a pacifist loser baby. <laughs> Shiro's like, hey, Rin hasn't killed anyone yet either. And Archer's like, I think that she can do it. I don't think you can do it. Archer is notably annoyed about how soft uh, Rin is on him, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says something about servants being uh, slaves as long as they're bound by the command spell. So Shiro really shouldn't pay much attention to what they say. Well, yeah. He says that heroic spirits don't have a will, that they are just tools. But that's not really true of servants. Servants gain back some of their humanity. Um, it's, I, I think he, he might say something like it's because of the containers that we're mm-hmm. placed in Yeah, that we like regain our humanity. Yeah. This, and this specifically the grail war system is set up to allow them to materialize more fully than normal, which we don't know what normal is. Yeah. It's also like, oh, this is why supposedly evil things can become heroic spirits mm-hmm. is because they are truly just tools. Yes. Usually. And then uh tools for what is a good question yeah that's a great question ben Mm -hmm. uh but it means that they can be used for good because they're just tools but then you put them back in a body and they like regain some of that evilness uh i do like shiro asks of archers after the grail and he says oh that evil treasure chest (laughs) said to grant wishes (laughs) not interested evil treasure chest is a very funny way of describing it uh why does archer know that it's evil (laughs) That's a good question. Yeah, I had a thing. Uh, Does he say, did he say something differently when he talked about wishes and stuff earlier? Or is he letting slip? He might know more than he's let on before. Mm hmm. Uh, He also claims that he has never had an impossible wish, a wish that could be, would need something like the grail to be granted. He achieved all his goals, became a heroic spirit, and he doesn't care to like pretend to be human again by being incarnated. That sounds a lot like Shiro. Uh Uh-huh. Last route, we got the, like, Shiro-Saber parallels, and this route, we're getting the Shiro-Archer parallels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how he frames this, like, okay, everyone keeps saying that all servants want to be incarnated, but so far, I don't think we've met a single servant who wants to be incarnated. Uh Uh-huh. Uh... I guess Gil, but Gil, I don't even know what Gil wanted to be incarnated as much as he just was. it, It is interesting that um archer says because we regain some of our humanity um that we also regain our old goals and grudges Mm -hmm. and so like um and therefore a desire for the holy grail uh which is like a fun oh i wonder if like we know that this this ritual was created by humans Mm -hmm. i wonder if an initial version of this was summoning what archer calls like like perfect or like you know just tools Mm -hmm. but those servants didn't care enough about the grail Mm -hmm. and so like didn't fight or something Mm -hmm. or didn't push their masters to fight or whatever but um it does that seems like the best uh like justification for um staying materialized that we've seen so far is like yeah you can just like trash all of the people that you hated when you were alive (laughs) Uh (laughs) just wander around going haha i'm alive suckers (laughs) he does seem to imply that being a heroic spirit sucks so bad and goes on forever Uh (laughs) so that being incarnated for a while is like the one possible vacation you could have from it yeah which is interesting what are they doing good question 
anyway, Archer tells Shiro that Saber's not going to use the Grail on herself, calls her a slave, and then vanishes. Mm-hmm. Shiro is a little shaken up by all this, and then goes inside and sees Sakura in an apron. Food report! Taiga demanded stew, and so... They're which stew. It's already seven. I guess, like, eight or... The thing is, is that they all get up so early. I know. Uh, they got into bed at 7.30. And yet, uh, uh, Sakura has not started making the stew yet. Usually you let, like, it's called stewing yeah. for a reason. You let it cook for a while. When are I they eating dinner? I not even started it. Damn. Jeez. He just says, like, oh, all of it's, like, properly chopped up really nicely uh, and it's like oh yeah because it's all sitting on a cutting board waiting to be put in a pot i would bet that she was like okay i know what i'm gonna make for dinner tonight it's something simple and then taiga like at the last minute as she was getting the ingredients together it was like stew 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 and so she's like i guess i'll just make a bad stew <laughs> <laughs> or she's so good at stew that because of her incredible cooking abilities that she doesn't need to stew it for very long for it to be tasty mm-hmm. mystic eyes of stew perception um let's see saber is mad at shiro for being late he promised to come back before dark i guess there's a fun bit here where shiro's like hey sakura is saber mad at me and sakura's like no she always has very sharp eyes (laughs) uh and she was like oh damn she's real mad at me and he's like hey taiga is sakura or is is saber mad at me and taiga's like oh yeah she's she's pissed (laughs) Yeah, she went to sleep angrily until uh-huh. Shiro comes back. Um, Shiro asks Taiga about how Ayako's doing. Um, Taiga's like, oh shit, how do you know about that? Um, I guess I can tell you though, because you're a friend of hers. She was found somewhere in a daze, and she doesn't seem to know what happened to her. Uh, she's unwounded, but still needed to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Ryder got her, mm-hmm. pretty clearly. Um... For a minute, I was like, Shiro, Shiro, don't, you have to connect this to Shinji. Please, you can't do this anymore. Stop giving him the benefit of the doubt. And then he's like, Sakura, what's Shinji been up to lately? And I'm like, oh, thank God, man. Uh, we also get Shiro polar opposite reaction from his reaction to uh, Mitsuzuri getting um, mugged in, or quote unquote mugged. Yeah. Presumably also got attacked by, yeah, by Ryder at that route. Um he thinks like, oh god, thank thank God she's okay. I like don't know what I would do if she was hurt or anything. Uh-huh. And not Damn, hope she's femme now. God, yeah, it feels like the differences in this route, yeah, that was really the grimmest like scene. Uh it feels like the differences before he was like, Oh, she was attacked by a human mugger. That's fine. But now he's like, Oh, a servant? Oh, this is bad now. But it's also like uh-huh. Yeah. He does care about her as a friend. He did last route, too, but he still thinks that she could fem it up a little. Yeah. She just needs a man. You know what I mean? Which is, again, this is... This is... I don't know that, uh... I don't know that all of Fate Route Shiro is, uh... The differences are explained. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff with Saber specifically that is like, oh, yeah, you should be less selfish. Or more... You should be more selfish this route. Mm -hmm. Um and but all of his gender stuff just being like oh yeah no actually i'm good now (laughs) is like "Mm, i don't know i don't know that there's a perfectly reasonable explanation aside from that was a lot of that was tied up with the themes of that route and now you don't need him to be the worst person alive what a what a foot to start with on shiro 
Yeah. yeah. Fate, fate oh. route is rough. Uh-huh. I like the end, but I really don't I like just Shiro. Don't like anytime Shiro opens his mouth in that one. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Shiro beats some or Saber beats Shiro up. Uh, she he asks Sakura to stay for the next couple days to keep oh, her right. away from yes. Shinji, which is interesting. Uh-huh. Which is also probably a better option, a better way of reacting than like, uh, Sakura's getting beaten by her brother. I better let her. I better make sure she goes home to him so that he doesn't beat her extra. I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Let's see. Yes, uh, Saber works his ass as punishment for showing up late. He's like, she calls it training. She just beat me up. <laughs> the girls go to hang out. Uh, Shiro catches Saber for a minute and asks her about her wish. She does admit that she's not planning on staying alive, mm-hmm. even if they win. Uh, Shiro immediately is like, that's fine and normal. I've already worked through these feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't push her too hard. And then he's like, oh, by the way, uh, you know how I, you told me to stay away from Rin? Well, I didn't, and now we're friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saber is mad for him not consulting her again. Um, and then she's like, so are the two of you going back to being enemies after Ryder is defeated? And he's like, eh, we get a choice. I don't know. Or pro- maybe, I guess. Very noncommittal either way. Well... Okay, it is a little more committal than, uh, one of them is is way more committal than the other. Uh-huh, um, I guess. It's, right, it's, I guess that's how it, that's how it'll be. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, can't be helped. Mm-hmm, she can't take an eye. Uh, uh, which is like, sure, I was like, yeah, I guess we are gonna, like, it would, yeah, that's just how it is, mm-hmm. like, you know. Uh, sometimes life gives you lemons and you just have to make lemonade out of it. Um, and I can't say for sure is such a sad option because Shiro is like, I can't say for sure. And by that, I mean, I know that the longer the two of us cooperate, the harder it is for the two of us. It is going to be for the two of us to fight. Uh And, uh, it's going to hurt both of us. But I still hope it happens. <laughs> uh-huh. He does say, uh, I picked a can't say for sure. Yeah. And he mentions fight having uh, to fight Berserker, too. Mm-hmm. Berserker's still a threat, even though they're treating him as much less of a threat this route, which is fun. Right, yeah. And Saber's like, you know what you're doing? And Shiro's like, yeah, I sure do. I sure do know that this is going to be painful in the future. Uh-huh. Um, the I I really can't, like... Uh, when he when he says, uh, I guess that's how that's how it'll be. Saber's like, I'm glad you know that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Thanks for thanks for that. Uh, I'm glad that we're all on the same page that it is still gonna hurt to beat up Rin, but uh, we all know that that's what's coming. Mm-hmm. And you're not lying to yourself, mm-hmm. which is Shiro saying, I can't say for sure. Is Shiro telling himself a lie that he cannot uh, convince himself of? Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, that's the end of day five. Yeah. That's it. How was Whoa. that? Uh, I think this is a much better opening than the Fate Root opening. Yes. Yeah. I think more stuff happens sooner. Uh, I think 
Shiro having to fight Rin is fun. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Getting his ass completely handed to him it, is fun. It helps being mm-hmm. able to gloss over those first three days. Yeah, there's, they're boring three days. I remember when I first played the Fate Root, I was like, there's just so much of the same lore explanation for the fifth time. It's killing me. And like, it's all here now, too. It feels like but, it's shorter when know. we hit the mm-hmm. re-explanations, at least. Yeah, like not having Rin do the full explanation, just having uh, Saber do an abridged one helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. Part of it is just like, because I am literally replaying something, I'm not being as hard on it because, um, again, you can just glaze over it. I was hard on it the first time was because like, oh no, you're supposed to read all of this back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. And it's just too much. It's front loaded with way too much information. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of stuff going on, but still. Yeah. So it's more palatable now, mostly because I my mind just glazes over and I move on. I think I'm I'm probably more I'm less I was less uh uh critical of um fate opening because it's like there is a lot here if you're not already like yeah, I know what all this is. Yes, that's true. Um but yeah, it sure is refreshing to just like F is the default key that skips red text. And so it's like, oh, cool. I get to just like skip through all of this, like do another. The first two and a half days, it was like, ah, oh, this is a breeze. Mm-hmm. Ben said five days and I was like, yeah. I don't I don't know, Ben. And then the first, you know, two and a half days went by like uh, in, you know, like five or ten minutes. And I was like, OK, never mind. I this wanted to do six days. Uh, I think this is I like might good have had trouble with six. <laughs> um, yeah, we would have had to move a little faster on yeah. some yeah. stuff. Um, oh. I will say, it is so. It is like immediately clear how much nicer and more pleasant this Shiro is. I know he his behavior with Saber this route is is so much more believable for a romance between the two of them than anything yes. last. Route. It, yeah, right. I wanted to bring this up. Thank you for saying that. Um, it feels a lot like um, the way that uh, Shiki speed ran his feelings for Arcoid and CL's route. Yes. Uh-huh. Is that he was kind of like, like by, you know, two or three days after the route split, he's like, okay, I like Arcoid, uh, and I also maybe have feelings for CL. Uh-huh. Uh, and that very much feels like, like I what it is. Uh, I miss Arcoid. I love Arcoid. Uh, it very much Always feels like uh, similar here of uh, Shiro's like, gosh, Rin is really cute, but also, hey, Saber's really pretty and like, I kind of like her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a, such a, it's such a, it's refreshing to have she, or Shiro not spend forever being like, oh, do I like her? Mm-hmm. No. It's just like, oh, yeah, I, I have feelings and we're going to kind of do some rom-com stuff mm-hmm. uh, out the gate because uh, you already know, you already read that route. And <laughs> um, and so it, like it doesn't it just doesn't make sense for Shiro to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would totally believe I don't know that this is the case, but I would totally believe that one of the two endings of this route is like a harem ending with the two of them in the same way that uh, we got a CL route ending. Uh, the CL triad. Mm-hmm. Don't I mean? Mm hmm. Yes. Oh. The good thing of the CL route. <laughs> uh-huh. What a fantastic ending. Arcweed. Hot bus forever. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's so good. Shout outs to the world's most annoying sexy lady. <laughs> and it's such a good thing having with Shiro being so gross in the previous route just constantly women can't do shit women can't do shit like one of the first things that happens here is a woman fucking up his day ready to kill him yeah, and multiple uh-huh. women multiple women multiple women and then he gets his ass beat by a saber it seems like everyone's getting revenge on him for being sexist it just feels so roof. good just like mm-hmm. yes cool fuck him up can, get his can ass. I just Mm-hmm. You know, UFO table, could you just, like, animate just these scenes? Anything you cut, just please, just give me a super cut of the women fucking him up. <laughs> please and thank you. Hmm. Um, yeah. Fen, what do you think of the first five days of Unlimited Blade Works? Uh, yeah, I'll agree that, like, the, again, I've said it before, the stuff that I like in Fate is, like, days 11 through 15 yeah, end, basically um and unlimited blade works certainly starts way stronger mm-hmm. i think uh can it, can, can it maintain it i know enough about it from the anime that i'm like is this gonna really have me sold the whole time probably not i think for me on i guess general general uh my thoughts spoilers on the rest of the route i think it is the most shonen Mm. in that like yeah there are a bunch of no thoughts head empty really cool battle scenes and Uh aside from that there's there is some thematic stuff that is like yeah this is fine Mm -hmm. but it's really just it's less interesting than both heavens feel and uh fate yeah for me um fate is really just like if you listen to this podcast, you've heard me say it. I love it when a girl's sad. Uh-huh. Uh, I love... You love Saber specifically? I love Saber. Um, I love Ilya. Uh-huh. Uh, again, parts of her show up in Fate, but... Um, the real stuff you're waiting for. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the like stuff of her in the park with Shiro and her being like, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, like I'm not a mage but I am a master <laughs> um, and just like being very melancholy. There is great. Um, but yeah, I think it, it's a great opening. It certainly is like, uh, especially the, the setting up. Um, I don't remember how long it really took to, to make clear the parallels between Archer or mm-hmm. rather between Saber and Shiro. Um, I think a lot of that was also like back half of the route. Cause fate is, loaded down with like setup for the world yeah um and yet still has fate still has like four days where all they do is train uh-huh uh long yeah Game too long bring it back down to 11 days uh-huh um and then yeah this is just like okay cool there's like love rin she's great some fun mm-hmm. banter with her have we already um, had more fights i like her hanging yeah so- Things are certainly like popping off in a way that they did yeah, not. Yeah, in yeah. Unlimited Blade. We got um, we've got Berserker. We've got um, the fight with Rin. We've got uh, the fight with uh, I yep. almost just fucking said her name again. We got the fight with Ryder. Um, are there any more fights so far? I think it's just those three, and then on the fate, does Saber kicking his ass count? It's all off screen. <laughs> oh, oh, plus. Plus the fight with Ku uh, at the beginning, and if you count the fight with Archer at the beginning, yeah. also. Mm-hmm. So that's what that would bring you up to 
plus the the first fight with Koo between Koo and Archer. So that brings us up to six. I'm I'm not counting the ones that I kind of glazed over because we did them last yeah. route yeah. too. Yeah. And That's I'm too many fights. This game's got too what, many the fights fate in route, it. All we've had at this point is the Berserker fight. Uh huh. Plus the the yeah, various and coup all fights, the common route stuff. Archer fight, etc. So like four, maybe five versus six here. Mm-hmm. Uh I also one more thing. Yeah, I've said it a bunch this episode. Holy crap! Shiro is so much more bearable yes. this route. Oh uh huh. Uh I had. Uh, my i had forgotten just how bad he is the ayako and... thing is always stuck in my craw you know yeah. what i mean yeah it's like oh what a gross thing to say um and it's like oh yeah literally every time he has the option he's like oh no like of course that thing i said in the past was wrong <laughs> or in that parallel universe uh-huh uh was like the not the right thing to say here's here's a much better thing to say mm-hmm. and like yeah he is still um he still like uh, sees Rin's arms and is like, "Oh, those pretty white feminine arms!" <laughs> uh, when she's about to shoot him with a magical bullet of sickness. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it's like, oh yeah, I can deal with that. <laughs> I is know like you meant that in like a disease <laughs> sense, but it sounded like you were she was shooting him with like epic bullets <laughs> or something like that. Like, wow, that's so sick. <laughs> Magical bullets of disease. Rin epically owning Shiro with her sick bullets. She's engraved uh, skulls I on them. that YouTube video. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Van? I would watch that YouTube video. <laughs> Super cut of Rin shooting Shiro with a gun. Yeah. I'd watch it. Uh, do we have any thoughts about the opening of the route so far? I just said all of mine. Or any, any final thoughts. I'm also kind of tired, you know? You're not the only one who gets tired <laughs> at the end of these, Fen. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm largely um, up on it, but yeah. I think in general I enjoyed mm-hmm. this route more than other people do. So. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. Well, uh, we're going to have you on again at the end of the route, yep. too. Mm-hmm. The, uh, for the epilogue and uh, wrap up and all that yep. stuff, yeah. I think we'll we'll do the same thing where we have a separate episode just just to talk about the epilogue. Yeah. Uh, we will have two epilogues this time because there are two different endings to this round. Oh, uh, right, right. Not two episode, ep- no, not two epilogue episodes, but yeah. we will have twice yeah. as many epilogues yeah. to talk about. Uh, and then we'll do wrap up. Same and... for Heaven's Field too, which yeah. is interesting. Well, there are kind of three, hmm. huh? Um. Huh? foreshadowing fan uh yes accurate um yeah so we'll do the same thing of having an episode dedicated to the epilogues and kind of our general thoughts on the route and mm-hmm. um i hope people enjoyed the last episode mm-hmm. and this one we're shooting for five episodes total for unlimited blade works right yeah did we do six for the because we had the prologue be an episode yeah okay yeah um so five four or five if we could get it down to four that'd be incredible but it's probably gonna be five we are part of the abnormal mapping network that's true um there was something i was gonna call out as like really good uh no, oh right i'm really excited for novel not news uh ai2 spoiler or like 
episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I rushed through that game because I was like, I need to play this because uh, I really liked the first one. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm... <laughs> Interesting. I am friends with multiple people on that cast, and uh, I don't know how Olivia feels. Uh, Six told me they really didn't like it. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm like, ooh, I really want to hear that episode. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, but also, hey, we're... Hey, Ben, we're almost done with Zeta Gundam. Uh-huh. Uh, it it very much feels like GGP kind of picks up in Zeta. Like, it's, yeah. like, pretty good through through uh, 0079 mm-hmm. and then, like, picks up during Zeta. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fun. So, yeah, hey, shout-outs to, shout to Abnormal Mapping. And, yeah. Um, bless you, Jackson, for dealing with Squarespace issues getting our last episode up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you're not on the Discord and haven't heard, uh, that was a nightmare. That apparently. was why our episode was That's, a week late. Yeah. Computers. Um, what else do we say? Fen, where can people find you on the internet? At fennec.moe. F-E-N-I-C dot M-O-E. On Twitter. Type that into a... What? No. <laughs> at fennec underscore fox on Twitter. Uh-huh. That's where fennec.moe will take you. Yeah. You can find us at moonarchive.art Mm-hmm. that'll take you to our show page moonarchive.art slash schedule for our schedule and mm-hmm. moonarchive.art slash yuri to, to uh see a list of all the non um type moon non type moon works that we've covered on this podcast uh-huh, uh-huh. or mentioned in passing or dunked on yeah mm-hmm. dunking on stuff is covering it it's fair that's fair it's just meaner hey ben where can yeah. people find you you can find me on Twitter at Ben Ends, and you can find my uh, my other account, which I'm using to occasionally talk about my visual novel development at Doom Gender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pretty and, much where I'm at. I have an itch page too, which I don't remember what the URL is, but there's a link to it on my Twitter. We have an itch page. We've never really talked about yeah, the game that had, we made. We made one uh, tabletop game once that was uh, I had a lot of fun making, but I don't think anyone in the world besides you and me have played it. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. I want to. What was the name of it again? It's been a while. Uh, I'd rather be lost with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, oh, right. Yeah. I have an idea for another game. Who knows when I'll have time. Uh, this podcast has taken up a lot of our uh, working up together on a project time. Yeah. Hopefully at some point um, we're a little more rested. Blue. Yeah. Where can people um, find you? I guess if you want to do, you can follow me on Twitter at Blutvinen. Um, I really just retweet things, so like not much to follow me there for. Uh, otherwise, I'm lurking in the Abnormal Mapping Discord. Shout outs to the Discord. Yeah. What's... If you want to right, if you want to email us, uh, cryingrules at, actually at gmail dot com. You can DM us on Twitter at cryingrules. Mm-hmm. We're less good with e- DMs, I feel like, than yeah. with emails. But I never really check our Twitter account unless I'm uh, tweeting the episode. Mm. Uh huh. Um. We got any other things? Oh, Fen. Does anyone have an idea for uh, a great five-star review someone could leave on, uh, like, say, Apple Podcasts or something else? Mostly Apple Podcasts? Oh, gosh. Do we have anything? Uh, I don't. Glute? Uh, I hate to put you on the spot uh, as a I usually guess. have a good one for this. 
I've still just got mm. these bitches hella gay in my head, so. <laughs> well, that was a good one. Someone should actually do that. Yeah. Let's see. We had. I'm going to have Kalina to. was Daddy was another one. Um, <laughs> We've uh, had some good ones. We, I've had great recommendations. Shiro Fucker is probably not not a good reveal one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> How about uh, Solidarity with Fen? <laughs> I'm asking people to support you, fan. One day, let's meet. I've never felt so bad about a callback. You have to say that louder. You whispered that. Yeah, I know. Poor fan. One day, let's meet in the digital sea.
Discord. Hey, Ben. Yes. What days are we doing next? I don't know. You're in charge of that, Fen. Um, probably three. Three? Three? Let me look at the, let me look at the flowchart. Day six. Day for six. Sure, for, for sure. Six and seven, for sure. Six and seven. At least six, seven, six, seven eight. eight. For sure. Wow, that's actually a lot of it. We're getting through this um, fast. Wait, okay. So if we do six, seven, eight. Okay. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Will we be able to do 15, 12? 16. Oh, okay. So that's five more. That'll leave us with six episodes again. Okay. So we should do four days? Yeah. Uh, so we did, wait, we did up, yeah. So six, seven, eight, nine. Mm -hmm. That doesn't look too long. 10, 11, 12. Wait, there's an extra day now. 13, 14. All right, 10, 11. So we'd have to do 10 looks short. So, wait, so 6 through 9. Okay. 10 through 13. Yeah. 6 through 9, 10 through 13, 14, 15, 16. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. So what, what? Six, seven, eight, nine. Six through nine. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Turn off the recording. Okay. I was I a, just joking. I have a little bit of a story to tell. Um. So the thing is, Ben, that I have. Oh. No. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. I see. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh, right. Let me... Um, <laughs> How are you doing, Blue? Well, Fen's figuring this out. Uh, Still trying to figure out what caffeine intake is now that I've changed up some meds. Because uh... I used to be a minimum of one energy drink a day, and now a handful of sips of coffee it gets me shaking so oh god i i have like a, a sensitivity to caffeine now that causes me a lot of problems if i drink too much of it i was like two to five cans of mountain dew a day kind of kid you know what yep. i mean i was really pounding those motherfuckers uh now i'm drinking a like half tea half lemonade uh drink uh to try and give me energy to get through this recording <laughs> and that's my quota for the next two weeks pretty much Ugh. yeah uh if you remember but monster, damn it's good monster put out the bfc's way the hell back when that they don't do anymore probably because 32 ounces of monster is probably too much to sell in one thing <laughs> But I would the casualty the... rating went over their like accepted numbers <laughs> exactly, but that was uh, absolutely something I would drink like on my way into class. <laughs> or I could never do or... energy drinks; they were a little too like. Um, I tried a couple of them; they were they were too intense for me. I had a weak yeah. heart, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that just means that I drank even more uh, code red. So. Yeah, uh, in high school, my friends and I had, like, a ranking of, based off caffeine content for sodas. So oh if God. we didn't have a, uh, a monster or some other energy drink around, it's like, okay, is there Dr. Pepper? Because it has the most. No Dr. Pepper? Okay, mm -hmm. Mountain Dew's next. Um, and just run down the list. The and closest like, I've 
<laughs> oh, no, finish your thought first. I was going to say, you're tired today? Cool, just slam one of those, and hopefully uh-huh. you don't have a sugar crash later, because that's a completely separate thing. My, the closest I've probably ever come to dying was one day where I stayed up for basically 48 hours drawing, like, a comic for a college class while pounding, like, a 12-pack of Mountain Dew in the space of two Ooh. hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. No, the energy drinks were just, like, so normalized for me that it was just like, am I mm-hmm. extra exhausted today? Okay, cool. The first first energy drink just got me to the threshold of I'm not going to fall asleep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, two hours later, I'm starting to feel it again. I'll go through a second can. And, like, uh, while I was in the army, I did shift work. So sometimes it was just like, okay, cool. I've got my three mm-hmm. energy drinks for the night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I can't focus without very well without caffeine. You know what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. So I'm so tired, and, and I hate coffee. It's too bitter for me. That's so fair. I couldn't even be a normal coffee person. So what I'm drinking, and so. like I'll I'll say it again for uh, tea time, but I'm drinking a dirty chai tea latte, Ooh. which is a chai tea latte with a, a couple shots of espresso in there. Filthy, and, a filthy chai yep. tea latte. And like it's so nice because like the bitter just like it fits in with the chai, especially because a chai latte can be a little sweet. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it just kind of evens out. Yeah. Uh-huh. That sounds nice. Okay. Ben, did you have a story? I have a little bit of thing that, yeah. We yeah, tell me. This, stick this post pod. So, when it's just Ben and I recording, uh-huh. uh, Reaper has a bunch of different methods to get audio in uh-huh. and out. And actually, one sec. Let me. Uh, Ben's getting distracted again. Me nodding I'm along like, up I, the notes. like you can see me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I'm also good. nodding. That's important. <laughs> we also need to. Um, I need to like edit the opening spiel and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. We have not done spiel, that. Spiel, not spiel. Oh, I should go look at that thing. We are not great on the project. Did you send Blue the link? Is there a way? Yeah, to I, or I put it in scheduling Blue. Ah. If you yeah. click on that link, can you... Shit, what is my Microsoft password? Does it really? Why? This is... Ben, this is... everyone except you has trouble with OneDrive. I know. The You're the is... only person who has ever used OneDrive successfully. <laughs> the I funniest thing in the world is I can, I can open that link in a Firefox window where I am not signed in and it just works. And I... I am endlessly curious why this is. Uh, yeah, I've got no idea. Uh, that's the recording one. All right, I said fire punch. F- fine punch. And uh, you're a Land of the Lustrous fan? Recording. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Land of the Lustrous. It's been a while, but... There's also something else that I read recently. Let me look at Annie List. And... We wanted to do Fire Punch and Land of the Lustrous at the same time, because then at least you'd have something to hold on to with Fire Punch. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I don't see the notes in that folder. Oh, sorry. Uh, folder uh, up 33, Unlimited Blade Works? 33. Okay. Fen, before you know it, we're going to be on episode 50, and that's so many. Yeah, that sure is. is. Oh, yeah. I'm right we're doing mm. they said we couldn't do it they said we would die by the fifth episode we should say that we dropped yere deco and oh uh, yeah are gonna try um tokyo mew mew new oh we have not done new mew mew yet but yeah 
which is perfect for the pitches that we gave yesterday or last time two weeks ago not yesterday (laughs) (laughs) it feels like it was yesterday doesn't it because it took so long for the episode to actually go up uh, my whole like uh world is Uh uh-huh I was in the camp of we should push this episode back by a week so the Fen could take a nap or something, because Faye's been overworking herself with this. Ugh. Um, but Fen was very, no, 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 we gotta just do it. Did you guys get to watch the Kakegurui thing at all? Oh, shit. We completely blanked on We totally forgot. We got so wrapped up in playing uh, Blue Reflection last night, because we're getting to yeah. the end of that. Ah. Blue Reflection plus a lack of sleep on my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason oh, that. it was... There was a lot there. Like, I was... I was rushing to try and figure out how to get all of this in. So. Uh-huh, yeah. Luckily, we do have Kakegurui background generally. So yeah. it's not like we don't know anything mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. I watched the first five minutes of the first episode. Of, of, like, of the uh, non-animated? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> non-animated as if animated is the default for media and existence. <laughs> so the reason that I thought it was just OVAs at first was the when I watched it before, I literally just like, what were my favorite like uh, games and moments in it? And I just watched those episodes. I didn't uh-huh. watch through the entire season. So like. This time I actually watched straight through those first three episodes and just like, uh, oh, cool. Yeah. It does stay consistent. That's cool. That's so. cool. They were covering. Um, they were starting. Uh, the unlimited blade works. This seems like too many blades, Fen, for the <laughs> price of entry. I think like the sense of value is enormous. It's just like, it is just like an Olive Garden that you get unlimited bra- blades. Um, unlimited bread sticks, uh-huh, unlimited blades. Uh-huh. One, three, so, funny oh. thing playing through this. Shiro working at an Olive Garden, <laughs> lovingly creating endless breadsticks. Being the only person to like actually prepare food over there instead of shit you throw in a microwave. <laughs> now, so playing through all of this, um, I realized... I'm not actually anime only for Fate Stay Night, but oh. like the way in which that I had originally read the series was just such a mess that I literally just completely forgot. Wait, you you've read the visual novel before? Sort of. So I read a sort screenshot of. let's play. Oh, which so okay. I think I mentioned before that like uh, eventually I went back to Tsukihime and I read a screenshot let's play for it. Also, mm-hmm. more context around all of that is, so I played Tsukihime, like, mid, mid-aughts, like, around when the translation finished. Uh-huh. But I only did arc route and some of CLs, and I was a oh. teenager of just like, oh, this is all just the same shit, like, I'm not gonna keep replaying this. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. That's... Yup. Yup. <laughs> I loved arc, though, like, arc's route, and, like, I love the characterization of CL, though her route was just kind of disappointing. Um... <laughs> Arc so. is so good. Oh, I, I, although, admittedly, if you had held out, you probably would have been very excited when the far sides changed so much. But then you would have gotten to the end of the Akiha route and you would have been like, fuck this. So, okay, you, I'm really giving up. I, I don't know. Teenage teenage me put up with some dumb shit. Well, that's fair. <laughs> so, God, but, I would have been so obsessed with Tsukihime as a kid. Yeah, I, I was obsessed with Arc and I was obsessed with Hisui, which, like, the funny thing is, though, like... I'm 
I guess I'm technically right between both of you, but it's because uh-huh. early on, Hisui is set up as like the red herring. She's the one that has like this tragic backstory or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so totally right. I went multiple years with just that internalized of like, yeah, she's like nice and sweet and normal. And like, she probably has something fucked up in her background. Uh-huh. And so eventually I learned that it's Kohaku, but like, you know, it's kind of internalized after like 10 years. So. <laughs> yeah, you have like, an affection for Hisui. Yeah. But so. Hisui's very good. The, is betrayed by a lack of writing. <laughs> absolutely. Well, so uh, around the time I enlisted is when they announced the Tsukihime remake with a bunch of uh, character art stuff. Mm. And I was like, mm. oh, fuck yeah. I, I'm looking forward to playing this. I'm going to have money and like I can do whatever, <laughs> as everybody does when they join the military, because all of us are dumb. Um, <laughs> so I get out and there's still no Tsukihime remake. Like, I get out oh. four years later. There's still no, no Tsukihime remake, but, like, uh, we have to all ship. Those 2000, heads it was 2008 waiting. that the remake was announced, right? Was it I that th- long ago? I think so. So, Holy like, shit. it was a few, I guess it was a few years before. Maybe there was, like, some new info around 2011 when I joined. But, uh-huh. so, as I'm getting out, like, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what is even happening here? And this is the first time I encounter the term Saberface, because I don't know if there was mm. a new character art put out or what, but, like, Communities losing their mind like why the fuck would you make arc a saber face because she hmm. looks more saber faced in whatever that art was huh uh that's so that would make that makes sense because that's kind of their their bit now yeah i don't so, think she really does in the most in the actual remake. no the face. actual remake they it, it looks like they kind of backed it up gave her the more angular face and everything uh-huh. but she still has the mini skirt which was the other thing everybody was upset about how could they do that to me is, right? is... like her outfit was perfect her outfit had no flaws. Her weird hair is perfect. So, I'm here craving Tsukihime. Um, I'm moving across a fucking ocean. So, <laughs> I have, like, a week of sleeping on an air mattress, and all my spouse and I have are, like, our phones, and a little, like, gamer portable TV that I hook some things up to every now and then. So, that's <laughs> where I find the screenshot Let's Plays. I'm like, I really want to read Tsukihime, and I have no idea how to set that up on the phone. Oh, cool. Uh, there's an archive, uh, LP archive, or whatever. Uh, that has this screenshot let's play and for the Tsukihime one the person didn't interject that much there was some some annoying something something awful poster stuff in there every now and then but mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad and I'm like oh that's right they also made fate do they have fate one here I've never read it and so I go mm-hmm. in it craving more arc craving more Tsuki, uh, more uh, Tsukihime in general and I read fate that also has this something awful poster injecting so much more of their own humor in there without any music uh, just a text dump with occasional screenshots so yeah i've i read it <laughs> but like it didn't stick with me at all what uh, a weird way to read stay night yeah it but is also, a terrible way also i do think if you are if you're a big tsukihime head then fate is a little disappointing yep. so like yeah i came out of it just like why is this such a big deal like i don't care about i just want more tsukihime <laughs> uh-huh and like i'm in i was inherently biased against saber on top of that because like <laughs> saber is the one that went out against arc and arc was you know she was my fucking girl <laughs> why isn't saber an arc weed face <laughs> exactly <laughs> fen's over here everywhere? i know fen's the big biggest saber fan in the world 
Fen's got a fair shirt on that has a picture of Saber on it that says, I love Saber. I had to look I... down and make sure I did not have a shirt with Saber on it. I'm going to start oh. making these shirts and like sneaking them on you when you're not looking <laughs> so that I can get you with one It'd of those. Perfect. Uh, so I've been telling my spouse I'm going to get kicked off the podcast because me being having lit bias against Saber and not liking the fate route and uh, even better, uh, I say Jif. Um I was with you until the last one. Uh, You know, sometimes you like a gift of gin. (laughs) And really, like, I used to be more obnoxious about it when I was younger. Uh But, like, uh, and, like, would pull out the, like, you know, the original creator wanted it said GIF. (laughs) And then I looked at what. It's such a funny thing to, like, like, it's such a dumb thing. But it was there. Like, there was enough back and forth with my friends. Like, I pulled it out. But. Then, like, I came across a thing at some point looking at uh, SCSI drives, and SCSI is not the uh, creator-intended pronunciation for S-C-S-I. Do you know what is? Scusi? Sexy. Sexy? I'm, I'm not sorry? calling my SCSI drive my sexy drive. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, I, I accept uh. that I have lost the GIF war, but I'm still occasionally, like, I start saying GIF every now and then, but mm-hmm. it's ingrained in me. <laughs> Okay, one more thing before we get started. Uh-huh. Uh, when Ben... So, Reaper has a bunch of different ways that you can get audio in. Oh, but... yes. We're finally getting to the Fen story. <laughs> uh, I finished writing up the intro. We're ready for this, yeah, entirely pointless little story. Um, The one that I use when it's just Ben and I... Yes. ...is ASIO, or AsyncIO. Um... Which is great because uh, it is the the it is Reaper talking directly to the box, okay, the audio input box, and nothing gets in between those two. Um, but it takes exclusive use of um, the microphone, and uh, I have my headphones plugged in, yeah, um, to the box. They're just like normal normal headphones, but I have an adapter from. 2.5 millimeter to 3.5 yeah. is that the yep. sounds right um or 2.5 to quarter inch sorry mm-hmm. uh 3.5 is standard like headphone and then like the quarter inch is the like okay yeah 3.5 to quarter inch 2.5 is the annoying thing xbox uses oh. um anyway so uh we can't do that when we have discord calls uh-huh. Which means that if the audio sounds any different when we have a guest, it's Windows getting in the way between uh, our that input and um, what we're, goes what goes into Reaper. We're also running an air conditioner directly behind me towards my microphone, which is not ideal. It, but it's, it's barely getting picked up. I can record like doing the editing for last episode i was like "Ah, there's something there's something going on here my audio quality is notably like a little lower than fans okay Uh uh sorry why are you sorry i'm 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 the one who's boiling in the heat (laughs) while sitting next to an air conditioner um yeah i just turned up our like so prior to this i was just like okay turn down the ac pump the apartment full of cold air and then bump it up a little mm-hmm. bit so hopefully it'll kick on a little less i don't think i'm anywhere where it would pick it up but 
Yeah, yeah. Me and Fen used to try, like, just powering through with the windows open or the windows closed or whatever, but, like, we've given up. Audio quality can fucking die. Not worth it, especially with the way the weather's Mm -hmm. been. It's been so fucking hot. Our apartment just, like, turns into a brick oven as soon as uh, it gets warm, too. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. Oh, right. One last thing. We should do a clap. We need to do a clap. Oh, jeez. Uh, 37? And, okay. uh, is... Oh, probably not. Wait, there's... Th- <laughs> okay, there's no way! Delayed. Are you kidding me? I was me? a little delayed, so... We only need one of the two of us, Ben. 50. Okay. Let me just... Ben's always like, oh, do you have the website open? No, not yet. Two seconds! <laughs> <laughs> we only need one of us to do it. But it's fun to all do it, Fen. Are you kidding me? You're going to leave me out? <laughs>